Welcome to NFT Alpha. Nothing's wrong at all. <laughs> no problems here. Nothing. Honest promise. Oh, God. I was actually going to text you, Jay, about this. Uh, and uh, and I was just like, whatever. But anyway, we'll press on. <laughs> We're just... <laughs> That's crazy, isn't it? It's good news. That's the main thing. Good news. Yeah, yeah. I literally, I was, I literally wrote a text to you and I was like, I'll wait until I get confirmation before I text you. Because I was going to say, oh, this might be bumpy, you know, it might be a bit of a bumpy show, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, oh, I don't know. So I'm not going to text him twice and, yeah, you know, yeah. waste a text. So, and then on the time I was like, well, fuck it, I'll just tell people how I'm feeling. Anyway, things are fine. So <laughs> it's ridiculous. Anyway, so welcome to LFT Alpha. I hope you had a good week so far. I certainly did. Well, an interesting and diverse one to say the very least. Jonathan, how's your um, bathroom coming along? Yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, all done. Done and dusted, so wow, done, yeah, yeah, done and dusted. Fucking hell, painting for the last couple of nights till like 12, 1 a.m. Oh, mate, you'll have to send me pictures, yeah, yeah, I'll send you some pics later on. Do it, man, appreciate it. Well, look, and appreciate you you sharing with me and everybody else the news about your man. And I know that's not easy to kind of be that vulnerable, and um, but look, I'm I'm delighted that she's okay, yeah. It's positive. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. I think it's one of those things where you have this choice where you make, where you be like, uh, you know, to what degree of authenticity do you want to go to? And, and it's like, it's not actually degree of authenticity. I think it's like, like how much vulnerability do you want to demonstrate in a on a radio show about NFTs? And I think I have the the theory that I actually think that people actually build true meaningful connections based on people's vulnerabilities rather than their strengths. Um, you know, because not everyone has a good day. And so I thought, well, maybe somebody else might be having a bad day and then they can relate and refer to that bad day. And so it becomes a lot more authentic and meaningful uh, when you build a relationship with, with an audience, really. It's just like, you know, because, you know, on social media, it's always a highlight reel of things. And so it can not necessarily have a beneficial impact on the people that are receiving you know, information from social media. So I, I did actually always think about that decision to always, you know, uh, be uh, deliberately vulnerable if, if a vulnerable situation occurs just because of like, you know, you don't really know what's going on in people's lives, what other shit they got to deal with. And so if it's that avenue that people feel like they can connect to us as a platform through that vulnerability, then I'm happy to facilitate that. Because everyone's got shit going on, man, at the end of the day, you know. So, but I think the thing is, is like this is discrepancy between uh, you know, the, the shit that you've got going on and what you show people. Uh, and I think that's where, uh, you know, where people sort of become derailed. So, and, that, and that, I think that comes down to mental health. Because like when, you know, I don't necessarily need a pep talk, you know, like there's a lot of positivity, a lot of toxic positivity as well within Web3 and within Twitter. And I don't really hold Twitter to a whole sort of a high esteem either. Because like, it's Twitter, man. Like, you've seen the shit that goes down on Twitter. It's not exactly like, you know, the highest integral people hang out here. Um, and so, and, and through that process, you can actually easily distinguish yourself as well. You just need to have integrity. It's quite simple. Like, and you just stand out like a sore thumb because it's like, well, this, here's somebody that's authentic and telling the truth and transparent and willing to actually look out for their fellow man. So that's a distinguishing factor. And so... Um, yeah. Yeah, I'll just say that. So, we can talk about NFT today, obviously. I, literally, I went to... Uh, mate, let me tell you the story. So, I took the day off yesterday, which is why I'm behind, by the way. So, I've been uh, following up on reading today. 
Uh, I haven't got to read in depth on today's news headlines, but I've had a quick breeze over them. There's loads. There's just like, there's so much news to read. And as a result, I think next year there's going to be even more news uh, to read in terms of keeping yourself updated on what's going on in Web3. Anyway, I thought, right, well, uh, like my partner, she had the day off. And so I thought, well, I'll take the day off and we'll go to London, right? Because uh, I hadn't been to Harrods for a while. And I thought, well, we'll go to Harrods. We'll see what's going on there. It's, it was kind of like a suicide mission anyway, because it's like the week of Christmas. And it was cool, you know. Uh, you know, I like watches. And uh, uh, and so I hung out with the, the, the watch department and, you know, talk about different watches. And some of them are hugely expensive, like £300,000 for A. Lang & Son, which is like you see people kicking around with motor Rolexes. Like A. Lang & Son is like the t- top tier. It's like way beyond Patek Philippe, if you know those brands. And so it was good to hang out with those people and uh, and talk and find out what's meaningful to them as a brand, all those sorts of things. And then uh, we went down to the Christmas section and uh, and then, because like, you know, walking around the shops is, is tiring, man. After a while, you kind of like, you see one shop, you've seen them all and like going through the sections of Harrods is like, it's room after room of different sections of different, if it's like furniture or piano section. Like they used to have a whole floor dedicated or certainly a whole large room dedicated to like the piano section, like pianos. And so people would come in and they would play the pianos and there'd be people playing these wonderful symphonies every time. They don't do that so much anymore. But so anyway, I went down to the, I went down to the uh, Christmas section and uh, I was looking at the baubles and uh, they're, you know, they're hugely expensive, like a hundred pounds for a bauble. And I was like, oh, that's really nice. I picked it up and uh, didn't realize that it was glass, thought it was plastic and then dropped it back in the box of baubles that was also there. And it completely smashed along with like five or six others. <laughs> And then someone in the, like, everything stopped. Because you know when something smashes, everyone goes quiet and someone went, <gasps> like that. And it was, I was like, well, let's go. It's time to leave. <laughs> so we left. Oh, man. I've definitely been that soldier before. Not, not yeah. massively expensive stuff. Well, I suppose we used to do, um, we used to do some uh, call-out stuff for one of the off-license clouds here. Um, yeah. I've definitely knocked over, like, a display of wine before. <laughs> really yeah they have some crazy shit in there man like they have like a, a diffuser which is like a you know like a scent diffuser which is like a, a, a bottle of oil which has like these sticks in it which is kind of like a an air freshener basically it's what it is like a glorified air freshener and their their base their entry level they're called roja r-o-j-a and like their entry levels is like 800 pounds for a bottle and then it's three hundred pounds for a re- three hundred fifty pounds for a refill, and they last about a year. They also had like another bottle there, which is like a special edition where they they'd made like ten thousand of them or something like that, and uh, they'd sold a thousand. They're five thousand pounds for a crystal bottle, and then you can just choose to put whatever oil you want in it, to, you know, in terms of the scent and shit like that. And I was like, fuck, man! Imagine like trying. I'm a practical man. We come from a practical upbringing, and like you know, I could hear my mother's voice saying, "You know, imagine the dust that that would collect, bro, and having to have to fucking clean that thing." If it's like, because it's only like, where are you going to put one of those things, man? You put it on a sideboard, or you put it in the toilet, and you have a cleaner. If you've got a cleaner that comes over, or you do your own house clean, like it's only just a matter of time before that thing gets, you know, knocks on, knocked on the floor. So. I'd have to Velcro it to the sideboard, man. I swear to God. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, what does it clean your house too? What's that? Yeah, it's crazy money, though, isn't it? I think th- there's this obvious distinction. I think when you get to a point where you think you can, can you make a distinction on people judging by what they just sort of spend their disposable income on? 
And I think there is some truth to that. Like, you know, showing off about your 5,000 pound air freshener, that's one thing. But, uh, you know, then again, I've always been collecting expensive watches. So, sort of, sort of I think it's horses for courses, isn't it? Also went to Hamley's as well. And, uh, tell me, tell me, you didn't break, tell me you didn't break out in Hamley's. No, I didn't, bro. It was, it was like a, there was like a, an elf outside that was composing and, uh, and singing and stuff and like it was pandemonium in in uh, in hamley's yeah. and uh like uh yeah so uh five floors and like really expensive though man i mean like they have this like snow and everyone's putting their hands in the snow and i was like well there's, there's that's how you get covid right there boy you get like there's like kids because there were so many people there kids coughing it was all <laughs> and i was like shit man we need to duck out of here soon anyway we did the five floors and then we ducked out but like yeah I'm, i wouldn't be surprised if i come down with something over the next couple of weeks um where else did we go uh yeah just around there it's got some I, I was tempted just to be like just to jump into a west end show but uh we end up coming home in the end, but maybe that'll happen next time. But all in all, it was a good, good, uh, good day out. Um, Hamleys is impressive, isn't it? It is impressive. Yeah, it was the the luster was taken away a bit just by how many people. I couldn't even you, know, you yeah. could barely see all the toys and stuff. Then we went to like the M and M store and then the Lego store, and that was pretty cool in Leicester Square, and uh, you know all the shenanigans that go down there. But um, yeah, Hamleys is a very interesting store. So, so yeah. I was going to say maybe it won't be as busy in January, but they'll probably have a January sale and they'll be wedged for the whole month of January as well. But it's not even that, mate. It's just how expensive it is. Like, they have this snow, which is like sand or snow. It's white, whatever. And it's 20 quid for a bag. And I was like, this is just extremely expensive. And, uh, yeah. I probably got off lightly when I was there with the kids a few weeks ago. Like, we came out of there and... uh, like that, I was kind of expecting them to want, you know, all the bits where they have the people demonstrating all the stuff. I was expecting them. Yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. I want one of them, and I want one of them. And like we were literally walking out of the shop, and they weren't getting. It. I was like, "Do you not want to get something?" And they were like, oh, "Really?" Oh. They literally both picked like a big teddy, like a like a squishmallows, but a ham. These. Oh, things. that's so cute, man! Isn't and, that cute? Oh, it is, but like we didn't have any checked-in bags coming home, so we all just had backpacks. And I was like, "Lads, I'm not paying a hundred pound for a suitcase." to get them home yeah <laughs> yeah true be cuddling them getting them on the plane <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think children's toy, like i said i'm not to cross i'm yet to cross the bridge of, of parenthood but i i think like um like children's toys are expensive man like my girlfriend she really likes sylvanian families and that's just expensive <laughs> like, it's like, just, yeah, have you got that no my little one never got into them both doors there's one of my wife's friends, her daughter, when she was really young, we used to babysit her and stuff like this. It's gone back 20 years ago. And that was what we used to always buy her for Christmas and birthdays and stuff. And that stuff was mad money. Yeah. Yeah, it's like £100. And then you yeah. go to a Lego store and that shit's really expensive as well. Yeah. Like up to like six, 700 quid for something like that. But it's pretty quite remarkable to see the, the whole structures of Legos once they're actually built. It's quite like, wow, yeah. man. And like we we do a little bit of Lego here and there in my house, but nothing extravagant. But that's because the kids aren't that into it. But I know yeah. if they were slightly into it, I would go to the extreme and we'd have all the big stuff. But really? The problem, the problem is, we'd have all the big stuff. They'd be all on display in the sitting room. The missus would have a fucking conniption <laughs> <laughs> because I wouldn't break them back there. 
Yeah, I, I think it's, it, I, I think Lego is very addictive. I, I do remember putting like a remote control car together with my father, like, and it was like fucking hell. That was like trying to put together the Mona Lisa or something. It was bloody hard work, but it was good fun in the end. Um, it was like a Tamiya car. Never really got into Lego, but I can see certainly see the addiction with it. Um, so yeah, I'm trying to think what else really. If there's anything really. Um, yeah, there there is a there is another story, but it's not really relatable, so I'll uh, defer just about yeah, it's too much to go into, but it's uh, just a non relatable story which I had during that day, which is really funny. <laughs> so but maybe another time I'll come back to it. So um let's go over the NFT world. Let's see we'll find out what's going on here. Obviously we're wrapping up for the year. Uh, Christmas is upon us. Let's have a look at what's going on with the top 100. We'll have a look at what's going on with ESOL and Polygon. And we will have a look at what is going on in the news. I've been uh, sort of reading a number of other satellite articles, you know, things like you know, the, there was a, an article on Decrypt prophesizing that, you know, 2022 is supposed to be the year of the metaverse. What went wrong with that? I'm like, shit, man, was it? I don't know. I'm not so sure about that. So I'm, I'm kind of hunting my way through that. I haven't actually finished that article, but I sort of struggled to see how that could be possible given whilst it was a bullish market for pretty much everyone in Web3, it does make you wonder like how you can get to that conclusion of like it being that good. So, wild, good to see you, mate. Um, there's a number of other things uh, looking. Uh, I listened to that podcast about securities with uh, Hester Pierce, I think her name is. Double check her name. Uh, that was very interesting. Uh, I actually think the reason why we hear so little about the VFriends project is because they are waiting for... I've actually said about this before, but it was just it sort of... Uh, I did schedule a, treat, a tweet towards it uh, just because they're waiting for guidance around securities and actually to zig and zag around that. Uh, I think it's an incredibly, incredibly intelligent decision to do that as to why... Um, why they haven't been so not i don't think transparency is the right word but uh let's have a look securities i have all these like so i'll save articles and save publications save studies and stuff like that i've got to go and find them then i should really put my bookmarks together securities where is it fucking hell uh there we go securities hester pierce yeah i got it right so she she makes a clear distinction, which is a very interesting one, right? Um, about bizarre things, isn't it? Investment contract doesn't center around the asset. Yeah, okay. Uh, it determines an investor contract is a contract transaction or scheme whereby a person invests money in a common enterprise, right? So basically, what she talks about is is this thing called the Howey test. We've spoken about the Howey test before, and it's a test that was te- like created back in 46, 1946, where somebody wanted to sell off pieces of their orange grove to uh, investors and actually work that land so that they could create a profit for the investors, right? And she's saying there's pitfalls for that because they're trying to apply that framework across Web3 at the moment. She makes a, a, a caveat or distinction where... Uh, well, let me read it out to you real quick. If determining investment, con- a contract transaction scheme whereby a person invests his money, his or her money, in a common enterprise, which is like a project, uh, and is led to expect profit solely from the efforts of, a, of the promoter or a third party, right? In August, SEC Chairman Gary Gensler, we know this gentleman's name, many tokens may be unregistered securities because folks buying these tokens are anticipating profits and there's a small group of entrepreneurs and technologists standing up, for, uh, standing up and nurturing the projects. 
Pierce, which is like, she's very uh, empathetic, I think, to the crypto community. Argue, and she, as I said, she works for the SEC. So it's like it's quite, not necessarily a usual alignment when it comes to a public body, but very well welcomed, as you can probably imagine, by the crypto community. Pierce argued that the existence of an investment contract doesn't just center on the asset, uh, but also the promises that are attached to it. She put forth the opinion that the two components are separate from each other. So, um, and that's very, very interesting. And I'll tell you why. So, uh, histori historically, we prophesized that, you know, these projects, when it comes to promises, I mean, you can almost take the jargon over, right? You can say that the promises that are going to be attached to a project are usually under-promised. Yeah, so like what happened with the Proof Project or VFriend specifically, they put it clearly down in their infographic publication. They say, this is what you're going to get with your token. And so they under-promise. And that under-promise is usually a finite degree of deliverable. So it's like, you know, you buy the VFriend 2, you get a box of cards. You buy um, a VF1, you get access, right? And that's finite. It's there, it's finished, and it's complete. And so I, I think the... Uh, uh, scrutiny is is also around the promises that are attached to these tokens. And so by under-promising or actually not even deploying any promises across tokens, you know, which is, I, I think everyone was, you know, hey-ho into it, but I actually think that the VFriends project specifically, they um, they saw this quite a, a mile out. Uh, I mean, this is speculation. This could be gross incompetency from the project, but I f it feels like this way. You know, it's either that or they're just not doing anything, which I don't think that is the case. You know, I think they, there's, there's a lot going on in the background. And so they they saw this. And so instead of the hype machine that would be, you know, if you want to, if you like sushi, do this. If you want that, then do that. You know, buy, if you like sushi, buy the oyster. If you like doing this, then buy the flamingo. And so everyone went out and they paid humongous prices on secondary for these tokens. And they were yet to have deliverables, deliverables across those tokens. And I think they were swerving these guidelines that are being spoken of today or the speculative guidelines anyway. Um, so that's something to bear in mind um, and so by there by default you would think you can't necessarily have I don't know how much of a what do you reckon about that Jay? what was that sorry? what do you think about that about the the positioning? not kind of being a hype machine anymore? about the aspects of essentially so when we look at not just the asset itself, but the, the promises that are attached to it, that's quite a pivotal aspect. And we can transfer that over into Web3 projects. Like, what is being promised with the token, right? And so we've seen this trend of where tokens have essentially under-promised and over-deliver. And I think the reason why they do that is because to try and avoid regulation to a degree, um, you know, which is you don't want to overpromise or be held accountable for your promise because if you don't get delivered on it, then you'll have a class action lawsuit from all the token holders against you. And so I'm wondering uh, if, as to whether that uh, is the same trajectory or reasoning why we've seen very little from VFriends in terms of their actual, like they do a lot of like utilities, you know, uh, the t-shirts and skateboards and, and vitamins and all this, that and the other. But um, I, I wonder if the, the reason why they've done this is, you know, deliberately been very stum, uh, you know, very quiet about what the progress is of this project is because of, you know, the, the impeding uh, regulation that's coming across Web3. I think it's not just to do with that either. I think a lot of it is to do with if he turns around and says, let's say, walk out wolf. Yeah, he's going to be with Jim Jack. That's what we're doing. You know, mm. but it's going to be five years before it's all 
everything's ready to go and blah, 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 blah. And then all mm. of a sudden, in five years' time, well, actually, we don't deal with Gymshark anymore. Such and such happened. Gymshark's gone out of business, whatever's happened. And then all of a sudden, you're sitting there with your workout wolf going, well, where's my brand deal with mm. Gymshark that I was promised? And then you've got grounds then, if they promised that, to kind of go, well, look, I need to be compensated because this was bought on the promise of that, whereas it's not. So whatever they decide to do with it, you're not necessarily expecting anything. Yeah. And like, look, we, we've talked with this a lot. Surprising mm. delight is always a better way to go under promise over deliver. Um, but I think maybe they lost sight of that a little bit last year because mm. everything was just going up and up and up and up and up. And mm. like that, oh, if you like this character, buy this character. And as you said, yeah, yeah. people spending mm. hundreds of thousands of dollars and then kind of sitting there a year later going, well, this is like minus 5 x and, you know, you told me to buy this. Yeah. Where's my deliverables? I haven't had anything in a year. And I spent 200 grand on this. Yeah, I, I do. I'd lo- I, like I said, I would love to individually. Uh, I, look, we're, we're becoming more of a general platform. We do touch on uh, specific projects like VFriends. Obviously, VFriends is always going to be in our heart, to be honest with you. But... Um, yeah, I would. I, I did prophesize I would love to have a conversation with almost every single token holder, uh, you know, privately and personally, basically, and say, you know, how do you feel? You know, what, what was your expectations of this project? What do you feel about it now? I actually did a poll way back now because I do. I tweet a lot, so it's quite hard to. But like, look, this is this is something that Gary spoke about last summer, and everyone was kind of like, yeah, 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 we know, and he's kind of going 40, 50 years, and everyone's going, yeah, yeah. But it's done this in a couple of months. So what's mm. it going to do in 12 months? And people are kind of getting, losing the run of themselves a little bit as well with, you know, it meant in a half an eight on the lowest. And then all of a sudden, like the floor was 24. And it's like, oh, well, it's going to keep going forever. They're going to be a hundred each floor. And it's like, it's mm. not really how it works. So when we look at, uh, so I'm just doing some review polls. I just found it now. When uh, the the current uh, um, the the current poll is that fifty seven percent of people felt that uh, VFriends underperformed in line with their expectations. So there's still five days left on it. Hopefully, get some accurate feedback. I think this feedback is really really important. I think it's really like I said last time. Uh, it's very important for everyone, really. Uh, including the project, the holders, the stakeholders about how they feel. Because if you look, if you're a stakeholder, then you're like, how do people feel about it? Uh, whether they're in or out of the project. Uh, if you're a project, then you want to know, uh, you know, you want to touch base with your own community and see how they feel. Or at least, because the only people that are going to be, you know, voting is, is stakeholders, and that's, that's you know, that's your, uh, you know, captivated market, really, isn't it? That's exactly who you want to t- sort of chime into. Okay. We will come back to that, perhaps. Let's go over what's going on in the news. Uh, Sam Bankman-Fried surprised magistrates after he said he will no longer fight extradition to the US. A source revealed Bankman believes he could be obtained, uh, he could obtain bail in the United States. So I think the other headline is, is that I saw, this is the thing about Twitter, you know, general news. They said that he was rushed to hospital ER because he may or may not have attempted suicide all this speculation, and it was like, okay, fair enough. Well, well do you want to get your tinfoil hat out? Well, and you know, you could see that crossover between like Jeffrey Epstein or that's, whatever, but just about to say that's where they're keeping them, isn't it? 
or that's where he's been transferred to is the same prison where Epstein was killed. Is he? Yeah, I read something. Fucking yet. hell. Are you serious? <laughs> yep. I'll wow. try and find it. Definitely read that yesterday. Maybe they've got a good old back door there, you know? You never know. Uh, spite of fight extradition, disgrace, cope for my goal. I don't really like to speculate on the social aspect of things. Uh, um, it's just not my bag. Uh, let me free you. Da, 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 da. Whatever trial has gone to this morning, founders, da, 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 Monday morning. Received, police in the Bahamas arrested. Eight criminal counts that could lend him the rest of his days in prison. Yeah, there you go. Following his arrest, social media has erupted in unfounded predictions that the FTX CEO, cryptocurrency mogul Sam Bankman-Fried may suffer the same uh, fate as sex offender Jeffrey Epstein. Kind of different cases though, really, aren't they? I don't think he had any... Well, I mean, he probably did have a private jet, but I don't think... I kind of think it might be a bit different. I mean, I think Jeffrey's main situation that was his misconduct was around yeah. paedophilia, basically. And I think SPF is around just like, uh, you know, wire fraud and stuff like that. So I don't know whether there would be a crossover there, but who knows? Who knows? The only kind of crossover will be that they both had people with very, very deep pockets, whether they were in close with them or they had stuff on them to allow them to carry on the way they're carrying on. Yeah, good point. Yeah, I never thought about it like that. Daniel Allegre, Activision's former COO, will take on the position uh, on the CEO post of at Miami-based Yuga Labs. Co-founder Wiley Arano said, Nicole, Greg and I have been hunt, uh, been on the hunt for someone with Daniel's skill set for some time. The business... Uh, our ambitions and the complexity of the work have grown beyond the wildest expectations. We are thrilled to have him join the team and help with our vision to truly interoperable metaverse. So Allegra was 16 years at Google and worked for Call of, worked on Call of Duty, Diablo, Candy Crush, and World of Warcraft. So two things here, right? One is, is that, uh, you know, people that incorporate a company are not necessarily the people that become the CEOs. I think when we look at Vayner, you know, it's kind of a bit of an exception um, because he's been able to remain as chairman of that company or his company that he started and grow the company accordingly. Whereas usually it doesn't work that way. It's usually like an idea or an insect uh, or like a concept, which is uh, sort of incorporated. Uh, yeah, I can hear him a bit, mate. Um, that's the, uh, you know, when you look at that, you think, well, okay, so that's why people re reach out for venture backing or different figureheads to be on, um, uh, you know, uh, you know, venture backing or series funding, or they, they try to, um, uh, impose somebody as CEO to, you know, scale a company and grow it. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of what happens. And uh, I guess the other thing is, is actually this crossover between the metaverse and AAA games. And so uh, we had uh, Lao Ponks on uh, the other day and he made a specific statement about he felt like there was no difference between the metaverse and, and the AAA game. And I'm like, I can definitely see that. So I, I definitely think, um, yeah, I, I think the skill set of AAA games is going to cross over into the metaverse, but also with it, you'll have esports and play-to-earn gaming. Uh, some recent headlines like we spoke of Axie with the esport company called Nine Cloud. So there's all this crossover, which is all going to be AAA game related, basically. And so I think it's about having the right people put in place. 
Uh, initially, we would be like, you know, how the fuck are these guys going to be able to do anything? And then you'd be like, well, obviously, they just you know hire the right people uh, to get into the right positions to actually grow their company in the right way. Uh, and so now it's less. So when we look at an inception period for a project, first and foremost, you think, well, okay, uh, what what is going? You know, what are they? Who are they? What are they like in Web two? How well have they performed? And then post men, you think, well, who are they going to put in place in terms of their leadership scheme? So that's also another question and consideration you want to bear in mind because it's like as a as a project matures, you know, what sort of direction or creative direction are they taking or technical direction are they taking to actually build their brand? Are they putting the right people in place? I know Doodles put the uh, Bloomberg's. It's not Bloomberg. What's it called? Billboard CEO in place, and you know, obviously they have specialties in the music industry, and so they're probably going more in that direction. I know they said they they were talking about a metaverse, but um, yeah. So we'll see what comes out. Dana, good to see you, mate. Amazon released a new series called NFT Me, which features artists, collectors, uh, and industry professionals from around the world. The series aims to be the MF, uh, the MTV of NFTs, providing the default go-to uh, for information on NFTs in a clear, understandable, and effective way. So I think this is the first time... Sorry, Jay, do you want to talk to that? That's, that's going to be massive, I think. I don't think it's yeah. going to release not until January. Um, but yeah, I think that's going to be massive for our board. Great point. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. I think what I tweeted on this, you know, this is probably the first mainstream entertainment platform, you know, because it's going to be on Amazon Prime uh, that is actually uh, weighing in on Web3 or actually documenting it accordingly. And so we'll see. Uh, I wonder when we'll get our first sort of document uh, documentary on Netflix, which is just the juggernaut of the entertainment industry at the moment. But again, it's uh, weighing in on Web3, but the dilemmas, like, it's like, there's a number of dilemmas. Uh, what have I just had delivered? Okay. The, the, there's a myriad of dilemmas, which is like, how do you get people in? You know, like the barriers to onboarding are quite high at the moment, you know, or, or relatively speaking, depending on what blockchain or you use. Uh, you know, Ethereum is like, you know, you've got to have a, uh, an exchange and then you've got to have a wallet, like a MetaMask wallet. And that's quite high. And then Polygon is like, you can, you know, it can be quite a smoother transition. And then it's like, when people get here, what are you going to make them do to stay? You know, because it's like, if it's no good, you know, there's nothing to be excited about, then there's nothing to be excited about. Um, I think that uh, the NFT market in general is being propped up by the Board 8 Bill Club. I think that is, uh, and you know, whatever your reservations are about the Board 8 Bjork Club, whether you like them or dislike them, they are certainly propping us up and leading us north uh, because I don't see any other projects making the same sort of um, progress as that project. And so I wish them the best and I appreciate them. I think that's going to be backed up when you go through the the, the kind of trend and stuff from the sales in the last few days. Like It's basically Mutants, Kennels Club, they released some kind of, I can't remember what it's called, but something for the for the dog anyway, um, the other day as well. So something along the lines, if you have a mutant or a board ape with the kennel club in the same wallet that you're at the stake and all that kind of stuff and different kind of rarity uh, tiers and stuff as well. Is it? So, yeah, they've, they've been busy. The last Let me have a look actually. While you're on that, that's a good point. Let's bring that up. Let's have a look at what's going on in... Tab radar, tab. Now the top five on OpenSea, they've, they've one, two, three, and five. What What are you looking at to get that information? So OpenSea's homepage and then see oh, what okay. it has trending and top. Okay. 
I was just going to go try and run the gauntlet that is DAP radar, but hold on one second. Dana, how's your week been? Mark, what's, what's up, up man? It's all right. Uh, Am I the only one that thinks, keeps thinking it's Friday? I did think that because I had yesterday a day off and I was like, I, like if you have a day off during the week, it kind of screws up your, like if you work Monday to Friday, it kind of does screw you up a bit. Well, I realised I was like, we're at Wednesday for fuck's sake. <laughs> What's a day off like? What's that? What's a day off like? Yeah, <laughs> I don't think true. I've one of them since I was in London. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Uh, I suppose the weekends must be fully packed for you anyway, right? Yeah, yeah, always are. Um, top sales in the last day. I mean, you're right, mate. CryptoPunks and Bored Apes, that's what it is. Okay. I want to bring that tap radar. I want it to be NFT market overview. Where is it? I've got to sort out my bookmarks, man. Uh, NFT. Mutant hound colors is what they're are they a derivative though, or are they actually associated with I think they're associated. Oh, maybe they're not. I thought they were. Yeah, people getting all excited about that. I'm like, meh. Maybe it was four holders, maybe. We'll have a look at it. I just need to find FT market overview. Right, there we go. Bring that up to the top. No, by Nova Labs. Yeah, I saw that. I did wonder. Okay. Um, yeah, so we'll see. I think, like, this is like bullish news. Like, you'll find out again in, like, as we go through the uh, headlines, you'll be like, these are the sort of headlines that people have been wishing uh that have been introduced into Web3, you know, like the crypto enthusiasts mainly have been wishing for. And so they're here, like things like Visa, the Visa collaboration that are giving exposure to uh, like Ethereum blockchain and stuff like that. So just like uh, really bullish news. And like the other um, thing to note is that they don't give a shit about what's going on in the market, whether it's up or down or corrupt or not, or not that I'm alleging it's corrupt, but uh, they just still press on, which is like, Wonderful, quite frankly. Ben, good to see you, mate. Feel free to come up if you want to come in and join in the conversation. Uh, Midweek raffle. Uh, well, that's not what we're talking about, but uh, a midweek raffle. Uh, Solana news. Still understanding Solana ecosystem and the people that participate in it. So, yeah, this is an ongoing learning lesson for us. Sets on Crack, a popular NFT lifestyle project, dropped two teasers. Firstly, mysterious animated art and a Rick and Morty-esque character named Laboog. Uh, let's just bring that back. Fuck's sake. After delayed announcements and subpar art, community sentiment was divided. So we saw the last time we saw subpar art that was notable was within, uh, was it? Was it Jenkins? The valet, was it? I swear it was uh, Azabala. That was it. <laughs> and so they had to redo the artwork completely. 
the other thing is, is that uh, I've looked at the album. It doesn't really necessarily look Rick and Morty-esque. I know that there was another project historically that did something, I think, oh, I can't remember what it was called, that really did look very Rick and Morty-esque. Uh, oh, I can see a bit now. No, I don't, I don't see it, actually. Um, and I think that that, I think it's called, I can't remember what it's called. Anyway, I think they got sued in the end for for being something very similar to uh, or taking the ideas from Rick and Morty. So we'll see what goes on there. Multi-signature and DAO governance platform squad protocol introduced a new Solana wallet named Fuse. Compared to other Solana wallets, Fuse allows any transaction uh, to create a multi-signatory proposal, increasing the likelihood of efficient group decision-making. Yeah, okay. I think we don't really talk about DAOs too much here. Um, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> we just don't talk about DAOs too much. This is not, I don't know. DAOs, are, they're an interesting process. But I don't think they're very fun. Um, changed my mind. Notable Solana. Yeah, go on, Jay. I actually think they're like taking on another full-time job. Yeah, man. Like, there's just so much that goes on behind the scenes with them that... Like it's it's definitely a full time job to start with, and then maybe a part time job on a long term basis. But you know, very very difficult to keep people engaged and stuff. Yeah, I wonder what you the know. real benefit is for somebody actually starting a DAO. It's like, you know what I mean? And you're babysitting. That's what it is. You're babysitting everyone. Yeah. So I don't know. Hmm. Noble Solana Influencer announced a new Web3 resource, Sandbar. The platform aims to create an employment hub for Web3 professionals and service providers. A smart contract escrow account, which means like third party, something you don't have control over, will be used to ensure all completed work is paid. So uh, we spoke about this previously uh, about, well, I think I tweeted about it, about, you know, when it comes to the dilemma of about working in Web3, building a competent CV is really quite hard because if 98% of the projects are either a scam or a rug or a failure, then you don't really want to put that on your CV because the first thing that people are going to want to know about this is, you know, how well did that project do? And you will say, well, probably not really well, or they don't even need to actually ask you because, you know, it's all, you know, the blockchain is so transparent, they can just go and look it up. And um, so I think, I think that can be a bit of a dilemma when it, when you look at building in a competent sort of a competent CV in, in web three and then i guess i was going to tweet about how to overcome that and um it's this aspect of maybe looking at projects that really do deliver well in web two because they're more likely to deliver well in web three and even if they don't deliver well in web three you still have like for example um i mean nike are doing okay but even if they weren't doing okay you'd think that's a good brand so i know somebody that's working for nike at the moment uh, they have a web three job there you think, well, man, that's that's pretty dope because everyone, they, you know, not everyone may necessarily understand what the project is or what the blockchain is that they're using or anything like that, but they certainly do understand what Nike is as a brand. So you may want to look towards actually uh, positioning yourself within a branded project that, again, have obviously delivered well in Web two projects like Lacoste, maybe. I mean, um, so yeah, bear that in mind. Not that like I'm a like a job specialist advocate, but just this is just off the top of my head. Polygon Blockchain has partnered with neo banking app Hi and Mastercard to introduce a platform that allows users to create personalized Web3 focused NFT debit cards. So we saw this. Uh, I don't know whether it's the, the partnership is the latest strategic move by Polygon, which is uh, trying to create. Uh, 
the face out of gasless fees for NFTs. So there was another collaboration, which I can't remember what it was, where another, where is it? I think it was another brand partnered with, or another institution partnered with Board Ape Yacht Club, where you could just basically put your Board Ape on your credit card. Uh, I don't think I've got it in my notes. Card, card, Cardinal Labs. Compete and collect cards. MasterCard. Siba. Yeah, I don't think I've got it. I'm I'm doing like a control F, so I have this massive document which is probably like 28 pages worth of notes or notable notes anyway that I've just built up and uh, I just do a quick look and it's like compete and collect cards, Pokemon cards. Is that the cards you're looking for? And it's like no 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 man, I'm looking for the uh, you know the the Mastercard or something like that. Maybe I should put Mastercard in. No, can't find it. If anybody knows, feel free to let us know. It was Mastercard. Was it Mastercard and what though? Mastercard teams up with Hoy to introduce CryptoPunks and BAYC NFT teams. Ah, right. Okay, so they're doing the same again. Yeah, I'll I'll take. Yeah, thanks, mate. What was that on Decrypt? September. Uh, It's on Daily Coin. Thanks, mate. Multiple news outlets. Again, it's more exposure. You know, if you've got a, an NFT on your credit card and you're, you know, you're looking at it before you put it in the card machine. Again, it's like this little uh, nods towards NFTs and Web three. Um, Polygon's going to be big next year. I'm, I'm, I'm certain of it. So, multiple news outlets have reported that Sam Bankman-Fried is heading back to the United States. Am I reading this again? Early on, uh, as early as as Wednesday, once he lands in the US, uh, Bankman-Fried is facing several charges including uh, fraud, money laundering, and conspiracy linked to the collapse of FTX. If found guilty on all counts, the former billionaire, billionaire could spend his uh, the rest of his life in prison. We'll see what happens there. Thanks, that, Jay. Where is it? Boop. <laughs> Guys, if you are gaining value from this conversation, which I know you are, well, you'd be grateful for you to retweet the space. Get some more people into the conversation. Uh, we always actually forget to ask you to do that, but um, we kind of get wrapped up in the conversation, as you probably know. MasterCard, yeah. So you can put your Moonbird, your Bored Ape, and your Goblin Town on your credit card. Yeah, Polygon's going to be big next year. Sandy Nowell, co-founder of Polygon, has launched, and here's another reason why, has launched a new Web3 accelerator in New York City called Beacon. Beacon describes itself as an accelerator built by Web3 founders for Web3 founders, and its mission is to create the next 100 Web3 unicorns. I don't know what this is. Has anyone read this? It's an accelerator built Web3 founders. Its mission... So was it like a platform? Station Web3. It focuses on supporting early-stage Web3 projects through mentorship and financing. It was a 12-week program to mentor and finance startup founders, according to Noel. Okay, fair enough. Welcomed. Uh, market moves so much, though, man. It's like, how can you mentor something which, which has so much movement in it in terms of its variability towards success? It's like, wow, there's so many variables, and they keep coming up. What is, you know... What, is, what does success look like this week in a, in a project within Web3 just because of, you know, the landscape changes so much? 
So I love the infrastructure. I wonder about the competency of the actual project. Because it's just a way, it's kind of like a dragon's den approach, isn't it, really? You know, you get you get onboarded with a dragon or with money and guidance at the same time. See how that 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 will play out. Hopefully, well. Major upcoming mint. This is a long news. Major upcoming mint. Uh, Teo Pilots officially announced their mint date on the 29th of December. The looming mint has long been touted as a pivotal influx of volume for Solana uh, for the Solana NFT ecosystem. I haven't looked at this. Uh, note got cut off for some reason. It's still, what the, no, it got cut off. I don't know. You can listen to it as well. Give everyone an update of what's going on uh, in the pilot's front, just so everyone's aware of what's uh, in store. So tomorrow, so we like sound quality, the pilot right? list, and once the pilot list ends, we're going to drop the pilot's raffle. So how the raffle will work is each ticket will cost 295 scrap, and once the raffle ends, uh, the winner's will be announced and then the people who won won't get their scrap back and they'll get airdropped to pilot on mint and the people who uh, basically lost will be able to refund their scrap uh, and as soon as the raffle ends we plan to drop graphite shards so what graphite shards are we'll also drop an infographic just so it's easier uh, they're basically the swap from scrap into graphite so that's uh, leading up to the IDO which is planned for next month so they'll be frozen until IDO and then after IDO they'll be unfrozen and you can stake them um so that will be uh, dropped after the after the pilot's raffle, just so we know we have uh, you know, potential volatility there on the scrap price. So we thought that would help. Uh, after those two have dropped, we plan to announce the mint date. So we plan to mint at the end of this month. The date we have sort of set in our head is the 29th. Uh, so that's the first time anyone's sort of heard that. So do that, you will. Um, we plan to snapshot oil around the 28th, so a day before. And ruin. All right, cool story, bro. I've heard enough. Uh, is, that, is anyone getting excited by that? No? That's the Toyota Pilots officially announced their mint date on the 29th of December. You know, the, the looming mint has long been telling us people in flux. I'm on their site right now. Or it's like a launch pad. You know what I'm going to look for, right? Can you guess? And if it takes me longer than five, it, it like if it takes me longer than I would say two minutes to find a team page, I automatically lose interest. <laughs> Terabytes control center. Yeah, yeah. It's nice to know about the actual socials pilots marketplace website. Let's go to the website. Oh, that was bloody hard to find. About. What are Taylor Pilots about? Enforcers and Rebels? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not interested in any of that shit. Frequently asked questions. Do the pilot have the brand? Oil, mint info. So who's taking accountability for this project? That's the question I'm asking. Their FAQs consist of two questions. What are Pilots? Is Pilots a tech project? And do Pilots dilute Teo's brand? Whatever, man. Not interested. But again, this is Solana that we're learning about now, this ecosystem. It's part of the reason why I'm not in that ecosystem. <laughs> Hype Solana, Mint, uh, Nittable. They could have a, uh, a team page. I, I can't see it. And I'm not interested enough to actually continue to search for it, especially not within the show. 
Hypes of Armament Knittables sold out their 10k 3D animation collection today, whilst others high whilst other high supply projects have struggled to mint out over the last two weeks. Knittables raised half a million dollars, and the collection has over 50% unique ownership. That's good, pretty good, isn't it? Let's have a look at it. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Okay. Where's the website? I'm not interested in going to your Discord. The Knittables. Not interested. Again. Can't find the website. It's not on their, their Twitter page. Just not. Don't have that attention span. Um, just covered that. Right. It's my... Change this mind on extradition. We spoke about that. Spoke about that. Mm. Yeah, I want to talk about the metaverse today. Let's have a look at what's going on with that radar. So, as Jay said, uh, 250 ETH was the highest sale on OpenSea. Was it OpenSea? I'll send this over to you, Jay. Where is it? Where is the WhatsApp? Uh, I think it's the general markets, actually. I think it's all marketplaces. $250,000, $300,000, and that was on the X2Y2. Solid numbers, really. OpenSea leads at the moment with a... Um, this is what I don't get. Sales volumes are up to $11.5 million uh, over the last 24 hours, so it's up 18%. Blur Marketplace is doing well, $9.5 million. X2Y2 is the next one down at $2 million. Uh, Magic Eden at 2.12. Collections, Board Ape, still leading. Look at the top 100. Uh, just while I do that, we will not be having our show on Monday because it's Christmas. Is it Christmas Day Monday? Boxing Day is it? Stephen's Day. Was oh, it Stephenish Day? Stephenish Day. Stephen's Day. So yeah, we are going to enjoy the time off. Uh, we'll be back with you Wednesday, I believe. So, do, 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 do. let's have a look. Top 100. Board Ape Kennel Club is at number one. Almost 2,000% increase in sales volume over the last 24 hours. 1,888%. Floor price is 8.3 ETH, man. Jesus. Uh, Mutant Names at number two. 14.99 ETH. I think, we, like I said, we saw that uh, sales price go down again. Uh, sorry, we saw that sales price go down to like 9 sub 10. Mutant Ape Collar Club, 0.65 ETH. CryptoPunks is at number 4. Basie's at number 5. 69 ETH floor for those guys. Wolf Games at 0.92. Trump Digital Cards, first debut that we've seen in the top 100. Floor price is at 0.19. Their sales volume's down 31% over the last 24 hours. Wolf Games, Genesis Land is at 8. Scotty Pippin's collection. 0.32. Uh, I wonder what the mint price was on that, actually. 
Let's have a quick look. Do, 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 do. Only a thousand items. Interesting. Or did you mint it out, my man? Point two. Not bad. Uh, the memes at 11, Valhalla at 14, Clonex at 15, Sandbox at 16, Creeps at 19. It's expensive, that one, the Creeps. Oh, it's not bad, though. Okay. Let's have a look at... Uh, let's have a look at what's going on with Polygon and Ethereum. And Solana. So over the last day, it's down 025 uh, uh, 0.5%. It's twelve hundred dollars at the moment. Over the last week, this is ETH. Uh, it's down nine point three six over the last week, and down over the last month, it's up nine point six six percent. So relatively stagnant, actually. Not bad. Let's have a look at Solana. It's down 1.5. Let me change it out to USD again. To just under $12, 11.99. Uh, 2.16% is down 2.16. It's down 18% over the last week. And it's up 2.61%. So again, relatively stable. Uh, certainly more stable than last month. Polygon is... I have to keep changing this shit over to USD, man. Really annoying. Uh, it's down 79 cents. Uh, it's 79 cents. It's down 0.39% uh, of the last day. It's up. Uh, it's down 14% over the last week. And over the last month, it's 3.75. So again, not bad. All over the place a bit, but not bad in general. Hey, um... Masha, do you look at wool? I don't. No, is it worth looking at? Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I, I'm like itching to do a degen play into Tell wool. Tell us more. <laughs> it's just like, well, go to the chart. How do you find <laughs> and you can just, the chart for wool? Can you DM it to me? It's on, I mean, it's on, it's on Coinbase. Yeah. Really? Google wool coin price and it'll kick it up here. I don't want to say Google what? Yeah. Wall. Let's have a look. Wall coin price. So it's nearly yeah. at four. I, was, I just look it up on Coinbase. Wolf game wall. Um, Jesus Christ, it's all over the place, isn't it? Thirty-two percent over the last month. <laughs> over the last year. Look at the look at the wow, month look at the monthly look view. At that. Look at the monthly. Jesus, <laughs> what is going on here? Dude, and when like Dude, it's crazy because when when ETH, like I saw ETH just like, you know, uh, wicking, wicking down, mm. you know, like overnight or overnight to me uh, during like a China market uh, open. Uh, and then Wolf would be pumping like 10%. Really? Yeah, it's super, super uh, volatile. Jeez. Yeah, I don't know too much about Wolf Game. Um, I know the basics, but I don't. I don't know shit. I, I remember the day. Shit, I remember the the night it came out. It was a Friday night, and uh, it was like you probably remember the timing, but it was like uh, it was like a weird time. But it was like still bull bull season and shit. 
and I went out to meet someone like an NFT friend uh, to have a like have a beer. Mm. And th this game, this game dropped. And usually I'd be at my computer like degenerating. So I missed out on like the wolf game. It, it pumped like crazy and people played it like super hardcore. Uh, I remember. Uh, and yeah, I just didn't get into it. So I just forgot about it until I saw uh, AJ kind of like, you know, leading the charge with all the degenerates over there at wolf game. Mm -hmm. And so I started like paying. Uh, started paying attention to the the token. Yeah, I, I but, still remember Gary coming into the Discord and going, "If you if you can understand this, get involved, and if you can't, stay away from it." And yeah, because that was a thing. I, it was like too risky because, like, if you were to get a sheep, like there was a chance it could be killed by a wolf before you staked it. And I was like, "Fuck!" I I didn't have like, you know. I was like, fuck, I don't, I don't want to lose this fucking money. <laughs> yeah, I think the entry point was like half an eat, something like that at the time. But yeah, like, and, there, and there, if it was a sheep, it was likely that you could, it was like a, a fourth chance you can, it could just die or get burned before you stake it. I like that. I, I remember lads pulling 15 eat a day out of that game at the start. Wow. It was ridiculous. It's a good old days, but man. Like that, I, I so anyway, I think they... I think they have their official game coming out. Yeah, so um, the game finished up the other day. Good, which means their full game is starting um, soon. I think just says in December. So uh, it's point nine two on the floor for a sheep. Um, are all the sheep's the same? Some are grey, some are white. So we've got different. Hat. I noticed like the sheep in uh, the sheep and mini drops also sell. It looks like. Someone like there's, you know, action on the sheep at least. I want a wolf. What are the wolves going for? That's what I want to know. Ears and fur, nose. Three times the price, I think. You want Here we go, go wolf. Here we go. Wolf. Here we go. Here we go. You want to know what they sell? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Eight point nine. One just sold. The last one sold for twelve. <clears throat> Twenty-three minutes ago. Are they all the same? The wolves? I know you get. Some distinction of rarity. Yeah, there is rarity. Yeah, the last two sold for 12. Or one for 12, one for 11.995. Here's another one that sold for 9 ETH yesterday. Another one for 11.99. One for 9 ETH. Yeah, so <clears throat> between 9, 9 and 12. <clears throat> So why, Damn, this one sold why for, are people drawn to this? Damn, these ones sold for 30, is it the gaming 33 E. So they just enjoy playing this game? Yeah. Because then it's like, the only, like, that external dependency is like, you know, you just got to come up with a better game, with a better dynamic, and then sort of that's, that's sort of toppled. And like I said, we haven't had AAA gamers sort of really into the, uh, the Web3 platform yet. So I wonder if Wolf Games will, will be toppled. Like Jerry, good to see you, mate. Feel free to come up if you want to speak, weigh in on anything, or just say hi. Feel free. Well, there was talk the other day of um, Wolf Game changing from everything was blockchain based with it, which is why it was a Web three game. And there's talk of the full game going back to like a Web two, where it's not all on chain. And 
don't know much about it, but Doc is big into it. We know that, and he loves it. Yeah, I think it's the mechanics. It's just basically DeFi <clears throat> using NFTs. This is like the OG, the the, the OG uh, play to earn game. Yeah, I need to. I need and then to there's run. also land, there's also land that you can buy too. So I think there's like three assets. I think sheep, wolves, and land. And farmers. Oh, and farmers. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah, I don't know shit about the, the game. There's actually stuff on the book games exchange if I'm not mistaken. But I actually need to log into that and unstake uh, my wall and claim my pouch for alpha game. Bro, a swift digression. I want to come back to this subject, but like, I'm I, my bad. No, 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 it's cool, man. I just I was doom scrolling. I see that guy. That who's that guy who does the stake? The Nazo guy, and like he's down on the field with the World Cup, like trying to beg it basically, and like he's trying to like have loads of pictures with this World Cup, and like none of the players are really interested in giving him this World Cup. Sorry about that. Just this the salt. The salt guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my brother was telling me about it yesterday. He literally, he had access for some reason. Um, like, his pass got him down onto the pitch, but he's walking around getting pictures and stuff of the World Cup. Like, what? what the hell is he doing there? <laughs> and people have, like, made up these captions, like, seed investors who haven't spoken to the company in seven years on IPO day. <laughs> and there's, like, videos of him, like, you know, acting like it's part he's part of the team and shit. So it's just funny. Doom scrolling, man, is completely unproductive. Anyway, sorry, back to more important matters. So I just thought I'd share that. Gosh. There's two wolf game wolves on the book games exchange. Um, 90 tokens and 111 tokens. So 26 each. And then the other one has estimated value 8.5, but like that's a more expensive token I don't know why the 90 tokens is valued at 26 each and 111 is valued at 8.5 doesn't make any sense different rarity traits yeah well like it's saying that well in book, in book games they haven't updated pricing probably in a while yeah but it's not even that the pricing has been updated it's that for 90 tokens it's saying that the estimated value is 26 each but then for 111 tokens the estimated value is eight and a half. There's like nearly 28 of a discrepancy. Like, doesn't make any sense. So what are you talking about? Book but games yeah, or wolf games? Yeah, you've lost me. There on, there's two wolves on the book games exchange. Oh, I see. When are they going to update the book games exchange? I thought we were waiting for... He said, yeah, he said December. He's on holiday, man. He's not here. Like, if you've not seen his social media platforms, he does not update them anymore. He's away oh, yeah. for the next three weeks. And I don't know whether, or maybe they will update. There's usually this case of where situations like this may occur when, when the, the project devs away. You know, maybe I'll make an announcement. I did notice that they they, they fixed the, the book exchange bot, the sales bot on Twitter. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. Well, were they just not giving the right prices? Patron, good to see you, mate. Feel free to come up if you want to enjoy the or uh, take part in the conversation. So, um, 
What do you mean? Because the, historically, there's a couple, been a couple of book games bots that just haven't actually uh, reported on the correct pricing on uh, like the exchange rate for ETH or uh, on, on what these were being sold for. And that actually has been carried over to a couple of like the VFriends collections as well. So I never go on what the actual pricing is anymore. I had noticed. I just saw them in my feed recently where I hadn't seen it before in a while. Explore the exchange. It looks like there's kind of a lot of action. A lot of action recently. Newly added. Yeah, man. The book games exchange is like a ghost ship. Like nobody. I mean, people don't even talk about it, do they? We don't talk about it. Never have done. Cool cats is on there. That's pretty cool. 151 tokens needed for a cool cat. I don't think so. Creature World, 10 tokens. Crypto Punk one four eight seven six hundred and twenty six. That was up at like eight hundred and fifty tokens. I'm sure of it. Did you see the um, the one thirty seven p.m. article on crypto gifts? No. What's the TLDR on it? Uh, I'll post it. Okay. It's pretty cool. You know, ledgers and uh, one of the you said creature world. One of the things with like uh, NFT merch, and they had a picture of the creature world sweater. There we go. I pinned it up top. That's crypto gifts for the blockchain enthusiast in your life. Daniel, if you want to buy me a gift, man, feel free to buy me a cool cat. Which which led me to think, like, fucking, uh, like, Santa, like, send send me ETH. (laughs) Like, would there be a way for there to be a crypto gift card? Like, would it have to be like a like a, a Coinbase gift card, which it would? I mean, in my case, it would just be loaded up with USD, and then you kind of just like put it in the Coinbase. That's a good question. Um, let's have a look at this. Yeah, I don't. I think uh, stacks is the the ledger stacks is jumping a bit before the you know horse before the carriage type of thing. Carriage before the horse, horse before the carriage. Anyway, you get what I mean. That that sentiment is is that I, like there's no necessity need for it. Like, because we're by the way, just for the people who don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about uh, 1:37 p.m. Just proposed an article towards gifts for Christmas or gifts for people in general, and uh, one of those gifts is Ledger Stacks. I don't think there's a need for Ledger Stacks right now. Uh, I think Ledger, the Nano, and the Nano X does the job. Because um, like Ledger Stacks seems to be like more of like a, a social signaling tool, maybe a bit trendy. Um, like there's nothing really trendy about security. I, I don't really want to show off about how secure I am. I just want to be secure. Um, so I've no, I don't see any social value in that. You know, because they have this. You know, it's like stackable and it's got. You know, you're supposed to take it out with you and put it in your pocket and shit like that. I'm, no, man, mine are in safety depot boxes in my bank. So, yeah, that was funny. I was having like a side combo in like dms in a dm group about uh someone had forgot their uh c phrase they couldn't find it or whatever um and they were logged out of metamask and then they had found it and someone had recommend you know to put it in a safe um and then someone had you know mentioned this metal plate you know that inscribes or, or something that looked really cool um, oh, for seed phrases. Yeah, it, it, right, yeah. right. 
but then it goes to like you know, like even that item you can't share or show that to anyone so it looking cool <laughs> yes. it's kind of like out the window and having like a sticky note in a you know fireproof safe box is the same I, I think the I think the whole idea I know the metal plate thing does look pretty cool but I think the idea of it is that even if it does get burnt you're still able to read it I think that's the idea of that but yeah I no no I get it but uh, yeah I was talking about a fireproof safe yeah, yeah in the same conversation I was like oh, well a, st- a you know a sticky note would would work just as well thing is like safe at home safes are almost redundant now because you know you just get held to ransom for it I mean this certainly happens in this country so storing your your seed phrase and shit like that in a safe you you know uh, we yet to see the hold up for a seed phrase that was stolen and then consequently as a result that seed phrase stolen directly from your home having your assets drained but that's de- that's definitely coming down the line the other thing is like when we're looking at this uh, again if you guys aren't looking obviously for audiences that are listening in on replay but they have like board bagels as an idea and like start a board ape yacht club ape on a on a bagel thing and there's obviously bored and hungry as well which is like do they do chips or burgers or both or something we're, we're yet to see ip transcend the basic foundational uh supplementation of like a, a product right something that's tangible like something you put in your mouth something that you can wear um i feel like it would be nice to see a board ape in like a movie or a billboard for product placement um just a, I guess a just a different commercial I, setting. You know what I mean? I I, I um I'm about thirty minutes from the Bored and Hungry restaurant in Long Beach. Oh yeah. Uh, so I've been there uh, a few times for for events and uh, gotten to know like the the founders and um, have a lot of mutual um, like friends and stuff. Uh, but that they have a um, they came from. Um, building out uh, franchise ice cream stores, like did really well uh, with a, a franchise called uh, Afters. Oh, okay. Where they use, yeah, where they use a lot of like IP of Sesame Street and Hello Kitty. Oh. Uh, made their made their own ice cream and made their own donuts, like type of like so, uh, and then super trendy, you know, on TikTok and in social media, IG at the time. Uh, before he took an exit on that, uh, he he moved into. Uh, like web three and did like this bored and hungry concept and they actually opened up the the restaurant um <clears throat> before dropping the nft project i think snoop is uh one of the the investors and in, is in the project but um yeah like so you've seen them out at like eight fest and uh, nft nyc they have like three like food trucks but they've also been doing like complete takeovers of different nft projects so they did one with Gen Tunes where they took over the whole restaurant for a three-week pop-up. That's a good carryover of commercial experience. Yeah, and then they, they uh, same thing with uh, <clears throat> uh, whatever the, the Gutter Cat uh, project. They had a complete takeover for three weeks. That's cool. And so they're, they're used to doing like that pop-up uh, in collaboration with IP. Uh, and so like I think that's more than just – it's just weird that they called it bored and hungry. Mm. Um, I think that's because a good you just think of because you just think of the apes. Yeah. But yeah, at least they're collaborating with you know more Web three projects. 
Because uh, like I think that's like a carryover of commercial experience. I thought it would be like, you know, somebody who's like, you know, I've got my board ape, let's commercialize it. Okay, let's just, you know, with no prior experience, just being like, let's just start a, a milkshake factory. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I can imagine someone carting around in like a, like a, like a milkshake cart or a, or a milkshake van, the same as like an ice cream van trying to sell these milkshakes in a branded ice cream van. So I don't know, I can see that. The other thing is, uh, I just want to pivot off of this briefly. And uh, so obviously, Justin Rowland, the the dev, I don't think he's a dev, I think he's the inspirator for the, obviously, the Art Goblins project, which was subject to a lot of controversy because uh, there was a lot of significant heads or influencers uh, holding or given uh, privileges towards that project. Because like I think it was a free mint, was it? Free mint or something like that? And anyway, the sexual <laughs> there's been sexual assault allegations and abuse, uh, sexual assault and abuse allegations against Justin Rowland, um, uh, the creator of the Rick and Morty High on Life. So the High on Life is a game. It's been a recent game. You can Google it. Um, it's quite a funny game. I haven't played it, but I've watched other people play it uh, through reviews. Uh, Art Gobblers faces multiple accusations for sexual assault, abuse, and grooming. Were the red flags present in his work all along? So there was like people were like making uh, posts towards his earlier works, which were at best bizarre. Uh, if you've ever seen any of his videos or any of his uh, his earlier works, they're just they they, they don't make sense. And uh, you could say, well, it's abstract comedy, which is what they were trying to allude to. But like, fuck that, that's bizarre, man. Like you you watch those videos and you're like, no, no, that's not abstract comedy because that's just not relatable. In my opinion. So, uh, just thought I'd let weigh in on that. Uh, Patron, what's up, man? How are you? <clears throat> Masha, my guy, what's up? GM, GN, depending on where you GMT, are in the bro. world. Uh, are you ready for Christmas? I mean, are we ever really ready? You know what I mean? Like, but, no, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it's coming up quick, but I, for the most part, ready. And, uh, you know, I just wanted to hop on here. Wish you happy holiday, and uh, appreciate it, man. I miss you. I haven't seen you for a while. Yeah, bro. I mean, I'm here. You just you do your space very early, and uh, yeah, you know it's well here in America. It's noon time right now, but you yes. usually do it early, and it's uh, you know I I'm more of a night person, but I try to hop on uh, whenever I'm here. Jonathan, what's up, Dano, my guy Jerry. Oh, look, Doer. Have a bunch of people just pulled up. Good people. Yeah, man. Good, um, to see Good to see the regulars. Yeah, your uh, your space is just early, so it's like I try to hop in. You know, I try. Yeah, it's to, hard I try to position to, it, man. You're not the only one that says that. Show my presence uh, in your space whenever I can when I'm up. Yeah, we appreciate it, man. I think that's part of the reason why we have so many more replays than we do live audience members because like like engagement in terms of live, live audience has gone down anyway because of like whether it's the bear cycle or whether it's the ftx collapse and so like, i actually tweeted about this like for spaces hosts in general for guidance is to not tie your self-esteem to your live audience and like we've never done that anyway but yeah, uh, well, we've just been thankful to have you know it's yeah because when, when people replay uh a twitter space back if they want to hear it they're not going to see who is in the crowd at mm. all all they're going to see is who is speaking on stage and, you know, and the voices. That's all they're going to see and hear. So you don't even see. Well, I think the other thing. It doesn't even matter. Well, the other you know, thing as is. Long as, you're, as long as you're talking to somebody, right, then you're good. As long as two people are in the space, I think you're all right. 
Yeah, I mean, the, the interesting thing is, I think, because we're, we're based on all major podcast platforms, I think the audiences on podcast platforms are completely different to the ones on Twitter. Completely different. I don't think they even know about Twitter. And so I think the reason why we mainly just platform on here is because we have this opportunity for a live audience, which is, you know, makes things fun and diverse. And we get to see truth. Like we get to see our friends, you know, like Dano and, and Jeff and, and Dewar and, you know, like yourself, uh, you know, to have like live interactions, which kind of makes it a very diverse conversation. But yeah, it's interesting, man. We'll see what, what happens next year. We've got Elon coming on. Like he wants to extend the tweets to like, was it like 400 characters from one to 20 or 4,000 characters? So people are going to be writing. Is it? Yeah. So they're going to be writing articles and shit like that. And then there's going to be this introduction towards uh, video content. So uh, we'll probably look to lean into that. So yeah, it's been yeah, very I think interesting. He's doing a great job, honestly. I think he's doing a great job, man. I think the interesting thing is, uh, I think it's quite disappointing. He hated on so much. And I don't like, I don't know why he gets yeah, I'm not sure the demographic. I mean, I mean, I don't really take interest in what other people's opinions are or somebody else, unless I actually you, you know, know trust I, I, them. I get it because it's kind. You know, it's people are. He's part owner in so many different things, right? So many different things like Tesla, Twitter. All they're you know they're all different from each other. So it's like, you know, some people want him to focus on just Tesla, like alone and only that, and. And like you know, they some of those stockholders don't like him being on Twitter like that as much. You know what I mean? So it's uh, yeah. But I I but also he think said, he said from the beginning that he was gonna appoint somebody different, and he said that from the beginning. So you know, I uh, I think he'll choose somebody else to run it, and uh, he'll oversee everything. But I mean, as far as getting rid of the bots, or at least trying to fucking get rid of the bots, right? Like, these people had, they had so many employees there at Twitter, and they did nothing. And <laughs> yeah, they now did they're nothing. That's so done. true. That's funny, man. Literally, he told, Jack Dorsey told them they could work home for the rest of their life. Mm. And, you know, these, they were just uh, overstaffed. And people weren't doing uh, uh, anything. I think the, the observations, you know, it's 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 really political and it's a uh, it's a lot of bullshit. Well, I think I, I think one thing is about Twitter: the observations or feedback that people get, I certainly take with a grain of salt because, like, I don't exactly hold uh, Twitter or the people on there unless I know them to a high esteem. Like, it's Twitter, man. Like, people talk all sorts of shit on Twitter, so I, I almost don't even listen to to you know. I don't certainly don't acknowledge it. Um, well, it's deeper than that. It's more like the speech thing. You know what I mean? Pre like certain people getting blocked out and not you know it's it's deeper than that it's well that's just, a good you know, point i was actually going to go to that like that is very like because they they call it twitter files don't they right where it's like yeah and i, I think that's so, really disappointing so for what 40 something million they like he uncovered like that the fbi was actually like working with mm. twitter and covering you know it's crazy like it's much deeper yeah and um that, that's disappointing, you know. right? Because then you could you say, well, I, I'm trying to build something on, on Twitter and I'm trying to connect with my people because that's what brands are. They're about connecting with the, the, the audience that is their people, really, I think, at the foundation of it. And if you're being blocked, then it's like, fuck, man, you might as well just move to another platform like LinkedIn or something. Why, why do you guys not get the, um, the hexagon or the, uh, the check? Waiting. Curiosity. Observing. That's it. 
waiting to see what happens. You, re- you actually put me onto it initially when it comes to the... Do you remember you told me about this? You were like, you know, you should do it because of X, Y, Z. And I thought they're really good, good views or good yeah. points. But yeah, I, I think we're just waiting um, when it comes to what, what we're doing as a, as a space in general, what we're doing as a show in general. So we have some, you know, I'm not sure if you know, but we've had some really amazing guests, very diverse guests. We had like World of Women and Cash Fee on Monday and stuff like that. And so we're not, we're not necessarily short of opportunity, but I think it's just like, is, do we want to remain on Twitter? That's one of the questions. Do we want to branch off into YouTube or different platforms or do we want to, I mean, it's, it's I mean, for my, for, I don't know what it's, what's it like for you, Jay? Cause it's 11 pounds a month for me. And, uh, and so it's like, okay, we're looking at that because the thing yeah. is whenever, if everyone well, onboards through the hexagon, right, yeah. then you know, there's no distinction by the way, just so you know. So if everyone's, if everyone's got the same, everyone's got the blue tick, you, you want, your tweets won't be distinguished. Not only be distinguished. Everyone has it clearly. Right. Yeah. And, and I think everyone's know, waiting. I, well, not, I think there was a small window where, you know, if you got it early, you have it. And now it's actually kind of difficult to get. So, you know, it's because there's a criteria. And it's, you know, well, the thing about the hackathon, that shows ownership, right? And I'm, I'm all about, like, showing ownership. And, like, no one could, you know, we... We can right-click whatever, but, you know, that actually shows ownership. The hexagon not only shows ownership, but what chain it's on, what an NFT actually is, what it, what it even is, and, and where to go to get it. And, you know, I think we should all try to, uh, you know, show ownership or, or try to, you know, because Web3 is, is a little bit about that. Um, but... You know, if you, yeah. like you said, you got a platform, you're doing a space, a show, you want to, you know, um, just let people know that, like, you're taking it super serious, right? And uh, that nobody else can copy you. No one could, you know, because there's a lot of copy fakes with people and, you know, you got to be. I, I can tell you why I, I, I haven't. Um, and it's just because of, like, the security um, of of actually just having MetaMask on my phone uh, and connecting that. Uh, and then to put, like, connect. Well, I have MetaMask uh, on my phone. Can, yeah, and I don't. And, yeah. and, I won't down, and I won't download it on Bro, my phone. I, I hear what you're saying. I get it. Um, but if you use it the right way, you know, you're not going to use your MetaMask as, like, your hot wallet, right? Consider that your hot wallet. And you, use your ledger. You know, keep your good stuff on your ledger. But... You know, it's very safe. And if you're smart, like you, I know you guys are, you're very smart people that, you know, you can do it safely. I have MetaMask on my phone, Twitter as well. And, you know, it works. It, it works great. Yeah. These, yeah. yeah. No, I, I understand. It's, uh, these are just like my views on, on why I don't. No, I hear you. And I respect, and I I respect, I respect yours. I respect yeah, your view at the same time. You, but, you know, tell you for, from someone who actually has it on their phone, like it's great. Yeah, no, I get it, man. Uh, and and the, what I would say on the flip side of that coin, uh, like another reason um, is because I'd rather not attach myself to a high valued uh, NFT because it makes me a target. Just like, just like if you were to uh, wear a Rolex, you know, at an event. 
I think the other thing is, is I will never have MetaMask on my phone. There was no reason for me to have that form of convenience when it comes to dealing with the blockchain, ever. I don't give a fuck if it's a hot wallet or not. I don't care. The other thing is, specifically speaking, when we look at the... Because one, one thing is, I looked at this like two days... I've got Twitter blue in front of me, Pete. And I was looking... Um, it was like £11 a month, and now it's like £8 a month, which well, is like Great British Pounds. The, if it's online, you... I think if you do it online on the PC, you could pay eight. But if you want it on the iOS, oh, interesting. Ah, so uh, thank you for that. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Can pay less on on the web, doing it online. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I reckon then that's naturally because of the thirty percent increase through the platform Correct. fees that Apple are trying. Yeah, there you yeah. go. That's a good point. There you go. That's it. I think the the so we had this debate a while ago about like the difference in a blue tick that's paid for versus one that's earned right and i think everyone's defaulting back to uh like you can't even earn it anymore i don't think you you know usually it'd be like you need to be in six publications in order to get a blue tick and then like if you look on gary vaynerchuk's i mean let's have a look on his profile right now go to um, elon musk go to elon musk first and check his his uh tick yeah i noticed an account today called floor uh, and they have a gold check. Yeah, that's for businesses. That's new. And suppose, like, is it like a square icon? Elon's has because he's uh, subscribed to Twitter Blue. <laughs> yeah, isn't that funny? <laughs> yeah, and then Gary V is, this is a legacy verified account. It's an uh, icon, uh, well, iconic figure, I think, or yeah, it just says legacy verified account but legacy, the thing is it's like yeah. that's the only distinction and like people want more convenience towards like like if i'm because like this is what people do uh, historically or typically is that they look at somebody's tweet they would look at whether they got a blue check mark which then validates them towards other people knowing that what they say isn't full of shit and then they'd be like oh okay this person might be worth actually listening to but because now we have twitter blue like you'd seen instances where like false like scam accounts by like nintendo like nintendo of america there was a scam account that came up that managed to get a, a blue tick and so that was part of the problem as to why they pulled down twitter blue again but there's a there's a case uh a situation there where you know you can anyone can can have a blue tick and have this form of social validation towards what they they're actually posting so um you make some good points though i just i'm i'm waiting to see what everybody else is doing yeah, i think and that's also, what everyone like, else is doing when when you're in like rooms like this with hundred people, like you're gonna be put to the top. You're gonna be seen. yeah. That's a good point. You're gonna be because literally it'll if you have if you have the blue uh, check, it's gonna literally put you right up to the top. So you have the speakers, and then there's the people with blue checks and hexes, and then everybody else. So mm. even in comment sections, you'll go to the top. So, you know, it does kind of favor in ways. And, um, you know, I, I honestly think it's worth it. And like I said, you do it on the PC, it's even cheaper. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's definitely on the I cards. Love, I love your uh, PFP, by the way. She was fire. Thanks, bro. Yeah, yeah. well, here's a, there's a good thing about that. I mean, you, you raise and this is the so thing. Like, I see it. I could click it. And if you had a hex, I could click it, click their profile, and it'll tell me exactly what the project is, what chain it's on what an NFT is, and how to go to OpenSea. Like, I think that's, you know, that's, like, amazing that someone can do that. So someone who didn't yeah, think, know about it and loves the art and they're like, oh, I want to know more about this, you know, can click it and see 
you own that specific one, and this is from this collection mm. by this person. Yeah, I agree. Show. Yeah, I think we'll wait and see what happens. Like I said, I'm I'm in no like. Well, I don't think anybody's I, in. I think I, the people. I, I don't think anybody's in a rush for it. But we'll I see what happens. See how well it's responded, and then. But you make a good point about being at the top and and having your tweets distinct like distinguished. The problem you know, with Twitter in general this, is that it's. Thing, um, hold on, G. Let me finish, man. Let me let me finish, G. Go ahead, go ahead. Let me finish, P. Is is that um, is that because of the 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 active users on Twitter are so low? Like, what would happen is is that you know NFT Miami would happen or Art Basel or whatever, and then everything would go quiet on Twitter because that's because the majority of people are actually at like they're not on Twitter because they're actually at Miami, and so I think that's indicative of how many people there aren't actually using Twitter or like there's just a lot less. There's a I don't know how to, I don't really know how to say it, but there's a lot less. Uh, there's a lot more not there's a fuck I don't know how to say it. anyway there's less people on Twitter basically is what I'm saying so uh, then then we actually think there is like you know you'll see like I, I think there's probably 10,000 active users on Twitter at the most like people are speculating there's like 60,000 people fuck is there when it and comes then you to have NFT to, you, have to divide, you have to also divide that by like crypto Twitter you know not, yeah, yeah. Not, all of, not all of Twitter is just you know into crypto and NFTs. So yeah, yeah, that's very, true. That's very also small true. portion. Uh, it's a very yeah. small portion. <clears throat> so, uh, but yeah, um, P, what were you saying, mate? The day I got it, <clears throat> the day the day I got Twitter blue and got the blue check, like Gary liked, I think two of my photos, and like minutes mm. after, honestly, like it was just weird. It was something I remembered, you know, like. He liked. Yeah, I think you told me that as well. That, and that, and uh... he was already following me at at the time. But if he didn't, you know, it's uh, it went like I was getting follows from bigger audiences, bigger people. Oh, yeah. like I, I definitely bear it in mind. Like, uh, as soon as I'm, I'm I got just it. Tight. Here's the thing, it. man. You're like half of it is like, nah, bro, it's another eight pounds or something. But like, then you'd be like, well, I already pay for Netflix and Disney and all that shit. And you're like, well, I mean, it's probably a good idea, today. right? Because yeah, right. <laughs> so yeah, you make a good point. Yeah, I mean, this is your this is your platform. Mm. Yeah, good point. It's just basically paid promotion for your your profile, basically. It's like yeah, I mean, you can write it nitro? off. You can write it off as well. Yeah, Nitro. Yeah, but I don't like Twitter. I, I don't like Discord, man. I'm not down for it. It's a love and hate, right? It's just a you shit the pr- right platform. Way. I hate Listen, that platform. Discord can work. <laughs> if you do Discord right, it works great, bro. I just think it's got its limitations. I don't think it's made for Web3. It's made for gamers. No, it's made for gamers. Exactly. It's made Well, it's made for people to get together and share their screens and what's going on. With uh, with each other's uh, yeah, you know, that you know, it works really well. Yeah, right. like the audio lounges and the screens, uh, the screen share. Like when it comes to like the wallet connect functions, are fucking shit. Don't even get me started on it. If you look through my tweets, you'll know what, what how I feel about wallet connect. Well, they, yeah, I feel like they're getting a lot better. The programs are getting better, and I mean, you know, as long as you're in good discords with teams that know what the fuck they're doing, right? They're not gonna steer you wrong to where you can. You know what I mean? Well, here's the thing. Yeah, but if you look at the amount of hacks that have happened across good uh, blue chips, they'd be like, oh, well, the board has been compromised yeah, like three I times. But I just, they like, if it's one prediction in the next three years, there'll be something that will replace Discord and people will you use know, it and flock VFriends, to it. VFriends was never uh, hacked ever, right? 
Yes, right, yeah. They're like one of the only blue chips that haven't been. Yep. It's amazing. Yeah. I, I, like that's an interesting one. That I, I definitely hold merit to to V friends not being hacked, but then it's like then if they're not hacked now, then when will they be? Because it's no, only a matter I, of time. I, I, you know, it is what it is. You, you know, I, I'm more than sure. And if, you know, and these has happened in the past, something bad happened and people lost money, they would, uh, you know, take care of it. Uh, I don't think so, man. That's a good question in itself. I, you know, we've seen, for wait, example, recently, say, someone got hacked, didn't they? When AJ paid the, all that gas back to people for... I remember. Gas- yeah, that's one example. I I think the thing is though that that's a that's an example of a uh, not a bad infrastructure or but poor execution. Like they had the record highest uh, gas fees, right, for that for that mint, which was like a stealth mint. But the like if you take for example, unless they're doing it discreetly, which I'm I, just uh, saying, like, maybe they, they would do the right thing if something like serious like that were to happen, because that's serious, a hack. In mm. my yeah, good point. Maybe I'm not holding out for it though. That's not that's not why I hold faith. I'm like, well, uh, you know, B friends will do the right thing, so I'm I'm willing to risk no, it. Like, correct. For... I, it's just pointing out. I was just pointing it. No, out. no, no. Don't worry, man. It's just uh, it's just the uh, the way that I feel. The other thing is, is that if you look at you know, like, it's this wallet connect thing through token proofing that I have a real big problem with. Yeah, I and, and I don't I don't think it's V friends related. It's everything. It's yeah, it's I know. I I agree. So. Jay, you're muted, mate. It's like you said, it's not made for it. It's made for gaming and sharing gaming experience, not for uh, NFT communities uh, linking wallets and stuff. You know, that's not what it's for. So, Max, just do me a favor. Go on to Patron's profile there and click his profile picture, right? And you view, view the profile picture and kicks up all the info on his NFT that he's got the hexagon for, right? But see the way it has verified collection by OpenSea, and then when you view NFT details, it has the links to OpenSea. How long do you think it will be until Twitter? I can't click it, mate. It, it literally, because he's in the space, I can't. Can you just screenshot it to me? Yeah, so like basically it has the links to OpenSea. So how long do you think it will be before they auction that off that it's no longer OpenSea, or do they already have a deal in place with OpenSea? That's a good question. The other thing is that it looks dope, though. When you do click on it, it's like you've got the animation and everything and all the details. Correct. Yep. And then yeah. and if you scroll down, it says the chain, what project it mm. is, what an NFT is. It gives you the definition. And like he said, it puts the link to OpenSea there. I mean, they are the I wonder, so it's like... The thing is, though, uh, we'd have to... Let's find a sole project and see... Uh, not, I don't know if anybody wants to go and look for some a PFP that's uh, got a blue tick next to a soul, and you'd be like, you guys have one, wouldn't he? Yeah, good point. Let's go and have a look. Because I, I, I wonder that collaboration, I don't know whether it's just with OpenSea, but then you make a good point because it's like, well, those that NFT is being sold on different platforms, aren't they? So I don't know. Yeah, he doesn't have a hexagon. <laughs> He's got a star, isn't he? Um, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, how are we doing for time? Twenty minutes. Right. Okay. Let's um, let's go over some tweets. Good. Fo- uh, good points, though, Sean. I appreciate you weighing in. Um, yeah, of course. I. Uh, tweets, uh, so. Yeah, it's a good conversation to have. I like I said, you. <coughs> so if I uh, 
any normal other person could like click on it, see what it is, and mm. how to get it. I yeah, I and I'm not I'm not in any move, rush. I'm literally you know, not in. You like I, how I, you see the duplicator move? Yeah, you would, your your NFT if it's in motion, you would see it move. That's what I love about it. Yeah, I, I like that experience. That you know the user experience of that. Trying to see that crossover though, because it's like. Um, unless you're trying to sell a project or drive attention to it, that would be the reason why that would be, uh, you know, value driven or um, value derived. Make their own and then make their own NFT and then put that as their profile picture. Yeah. What's the other thing I was going to say? Um, I, I think Dana's also got a point about security. Because it's like, in order for you to verify that token, you have to, I mean, you would have had to, I don't know, depending on where you've actually got it stored, you would have had to connected your Ledger Vault to that website, which is a Web2 site. So then you're relying, what's that? Wallet Connect. Yeah, Wallet Connect, which I don't like. That that wasn't the question. What was the process of verifying that that's your NFT? Did you have to? Yeah, I just don't like that, man. I don't. I don't care what platform it is. And it's like I don't. You know, like because Patron, I'm sure you've got other high value assets in that in that wallet that you connected, right? In this one, I don't have high value assets. This is the highest value asset. This one right here, the duplicator. so, I mean, that's got uh, at least an ETH floor price. I'm pretty sure Correct. it is. And so that's that's quite. I would say that's relatively, you know, uh, depending on what your you know qualification is. But it's you know, it's not cheap NFT. I Correct. think the you know, if you you know ramp up the scale and say you know, I'll just got I've just got one board ape, uh, and uh, you know, I'm just going to connect it to what I think is Twitter to get my Twitter blue, and then you you yeah, have a seaport well, so program. I know how you can connect with like, say for in- instance, like. If you want to roll in the Discord, you could use Wallet Connect, you know, as your ledger. You can connect with uh, that way, so it's still in your ledger, and you can still connect and get the roll, you know. So I listen. I like I said, I don't keep. I use. I treat this phone, MetaMask, these things, you know, as as my hot wallet, and you know the stuff that moves around a little bit uh, more, and. I have the ledger for other stuff, for the high value stuff. Mm. I also think it's like horses for courses, man. Like people have their own approaches to Web3. Uh, and I think that's going to be yeah, a trending I don't situation. Think jeopardize if that, you know, if that's where we're going, you know, like being able, you know, connecting it to, you know. Yeah, but I think, yeah, but whether, like, whether we have differing opinions on that, which we do, I don't think that, I mean, that's just horses for courses, isn't it? It's like, well, you've got a different approach to Web3 to what I've got. And I'm like, because, you know, that, and I think that will be, in the next years, will be like, you know, I think, you know, Wallet Connect, you know, Wallet Connect and, and Token Proofing is the way forward. And other people will say, well, no, I don't. And, uh, and I think that dynamic, I don't, I don't think there is one answer. You know, I'm sure people are pairing it. They could do it with their PC. You know what I mean? Like me, mm. I do it on my phone. I'm more of a phone person. And like I haven't, I didn't have my own computer until recently, you know? So yeah, maybe some people do their Twitter thing on their computer and can link that way or whichever way is comfortable for you. You know what I mean? Whatever way you feel comfortable doing it. But I have, I treat it like a hot wallet on here. And, you know, I, I, had no problems 
Yeah, know, I'm never, I am never going to put any high value NFTs beyond. People have their board ape. Doodles has their mascot as their hexagon. Like, you know, there's a mm. ton of other high, yeah, high, high, bro, high. I don't give a fuck. I, I really don't care. I'm like, I'm not putting a high value NFT in my hot wallet ever. Like, ever. Um, but like I said, it's horses for courses. But I definitely appreciate yeah. you weighing in on it. And, yeah, uh, I, mean, like I, I make said, a, the other thing is I'll come back to you and be like, you know, man, you're actually quite right. That could be that could be a scenario. It's always changed my mind. Right, let's have a look at the Twitter posts and uh, let's weigh in on these. I've got 20 minutes left. Can't believe it's Christmas, man. Like it's like fucking hell. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday, isn't it? Yeah, a couple of days. Yeah, man. <clears throat> I'm I'm more excited about the Super Bowl. You know, only a month away. Yeah, man. That's because you're a party pooper. That's why, Dana. Holiday. <laughs> <laughs> have they been doing those things in the uh v friends discord you know where they do those uh, audio lounges and stuff like that not really no it's a cool one every though. sunday been, you know been, didn't they do it every sunday or something yeah they did it for the first four weeks uh because there was a a draft kings collab with v friends or the uh, rainmakers mm. fantasy football but then they stopped uh they stopped doing it yeah last season uh, Corso did a um, whatever a, a voice chat every week of the of the NFL regular season, and did like po app drops for every week. Yeah, I don't think he works on Discord anymore. I don't. I don't think he holds that position. No, he, he's he, like, he is. What's that? He's still on the Discord. I thought he, uh, when I went in, he just, in there, no, I he just does a moderating. He's he's just managing the moderators and yeah. Community. Oh, I see. He's still has a presence there. Yeah. He's still stalking my profile though. Yeah. <laughs> there's this app for people who don't know. There's a you can actually Google. Uh, you can you can type in your profile and see who's uh, who's been frequenting frequenting yeah, that, frequenting. That I don't think is legit, bro. And I you don't think I, so? I wouldn't. I recommend you know doing any of that, like clicking it and fucking with any of that. I don't believe it. Honestly, <laughs> just be careful with that. Like. We're talking about safety and shit, and you're like, yeah, you could see who's uh, stalking your profile with this. Yeah, website. but bro, all you gotta do is submit your your username. That's it. You just gotta submit it. You haven't gotta connect uh, yeah. to anything. All right, let's run through this. We gotta get through this before the end of the show, right? Uh, Metaverse posting losses of thirty million dollars. Uh, I think it's thirteen or thirty. I couldn't. I, I didn't hear what it said uh, on the YouTube, but I think it's thirteen or thirty. Yet Meta still devotes twenty percent of its funds to the Metaverse in twenty twenty three. So, like, basically, they're not doing too good. And the thing is, my thing around this um, is that, uh, of course, they're going to be posting losses because. They're going through their R&D stages of the uh, the core technology. Uh, we're in a bear cycle anyway, and the cryptocurrency confidence in general is at its all-time low uh, as a result of like the Terra Luna collapse and the FTX collapse. So um, I, I still hold like really high hopes with regard to um, to Meta. Really, uh, we'll, we'll just see what comes out of it. You know, like I made this other post about graphics. You know, the the, the you know the in the coming years when the metaverse or whatever that is going to be called, probably the metaverse, uh, get, you know, sort of everybody on boards of it is going to have this, this huge degree of demand on processing power. Right. And then, uh, Mel was like, you know, or somebody else was like, um, you know, it's already, um, compatible right now anyway, because, you know, you can have this all the way done through, you know, like the metaverse headset. But my counter to that is that, um, that uh, you know, people probably won't be wearing headsets by the time that people are actually adopting it. And the other thing is, is like they haven't actually got anything to worry about specifically speaking. Because if you look at the the metaverse 
uh, from Meta, their graphics. It's like the same as the Nintendo Wii, so it's absolutely terrible to see and go worry about that. Um, let's have a look. A short thread on discrimination, sexism, and misogyny in Web3. So I, this has been a learning lesson for us here on the show uh and literally i speak from the heart about it about the aspect that we you know i can't believe we've got to cover this in web3 i thought we'd moved on along from that and uh you know uh, it's just like that you know this would be like aspects that we should be should have already been dealt with really so i talk about this and we talk about the aspects of um uh, where i thought we were at and where we're actually at and my solution for it which seems relatively simple and this is just where we're at right now in terms of this solution in terms of like the hierarchy of competency and me weighing in on that uh and yeah uh, pretty much it so feel free to have a look at that patrick what you got for us do you uh own oculus by any chance masha no, tried? I don't, man. Uh, my partner's um, father does, and is her brother. They they literally bought one. Uh, was it like a? It's not an Oculus. It's called a Meta Quest, I think. Is that the same yeah, thing? It's same thing, brother. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I got one. Oh man, it's. A, I know the new ones are kind of pricey, but you can get the lower gen for cheaper, and I highly recommend it maybe for christmas or a gift for somebody it's amazing and it's like the closest thing to metaverse in my opinion that we're at right now i yeah, agree man. i agree yeah i agree i think we were talking about vr chat a few weeks ago i was trying to yeah. describe it to people yeah i tried it man there's here's the thing um because there's like this professional version which is like 16 1700 pounds or something like that well like 1700 dollars, and then there's the meta quest 2 which is like a fraction of that price, which is like 350 Correct. The difference I'm led to believe is that one is you can actually do working, uh, you, you can do working tasks. So you can have like three different screens up and type along with it, which basically also means that you can write it off as a tax expense, you know, as a, you know, like a, a business expense. The other thing is though, is that the, the more expensive one has got absolutely horrendous reviews. And so everyone is actually deferring just to getting the MetaQuest 2. But you might want to look into that. I tried out the MetaQuest 1, which is what my girlfriend's little brother's got. And like, you're like standing on some fucking building and it's like, shit, man. <laughs> you know, like, because like, I'm, no, I'm not afraid of heights, but like, you're like, when you're like 300 foot up, you're kind of like, well, I don't want to lose my footing. So, uh, so yeah, it'd be interesting. Yeah, Bro, you gotta, you gotta play in an office space an office chair where you can spin around and move around on the chair. Oh, that's smart, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's next level. Trust. <laughs> I want to play, what's it called? Uh, Half-Life Alex. Is it called Half-Life Alex? Something like, basically, the new Half-Life game, that's in in the form of, like, uh, VR. Apparently, that's really good. And uh, so I might, might. Uh, well, I'm probably not going to buy one. I'll probably just borrow my uh, my girlfriend's dad's one. But... Yeah, you get, if you buy one, you get the one that's the two. Not the newest one that's expensive, and you'll, yeah. you'll love it. Mm. Love it. So the Meta Quests are actually Oculus. Meta bought Oculus out last year. Oh, that makes sense. That's why they are rebranded. So you could actually pick up the Oculus for even cheaper, if because it's not rebranded to Meta. If that makes sense. What's the two? Oh, actually, let's not go into that because we've got to push on. But I was going to say, what's the difference between the two and the one? <laughs> Fuck it. What's the difference between the two and the one? I Anyone think- know? I think there's better uh, quality gra- uh, graphics in the the two, and uh, it's a different. It's just different than the one. It's it, I, I recommend the two. Fair. Yeah. Okay. In the wake of the FTX collapse, the New York State Department of Financial Services said that Thursday that banks in the state must submit a business plan at least ninety days 
uh, to the body before getting involved in cryptocurrency. So this is just off the back of, as I said, the, the, the FTX collapse specifically. We've seen this here in in Europe, uh, what's it called, the Mika, the marketing and crypto assets. They, they've released their own plan, not around banks yet, uh, but around NFT projects where you've got to submit a white paper. So again, at least they're, they're jiving or jiving to, to the music of whatever's going on in the crypto industry. Uh, at least they're reacting to it or acknowledging it. That means something. I don't really know what that means, if that's good or bad, but it means something. FIFA in Series 2 continues to fall, $272. So, yeah, that's probably at an all-time low at the moment. Um, what was it, the Dope Dodo? Well, maybe it's been bought up since I posted. 284 So, yeah, that was bought up. Uh, what's that? It's even lower. Yeah, well, 272 is 284 at the moment. So a couple of rat deep offers accepted today as well for points. Oh, really? What are they going for? Yeah, that's a good point. We haven't checked. Good Christmas present, man. Look, again, I think uh, these are relatively well. Do I think they're good pickups? Depends if they, the, the price continues to fall, right? So, can you imagine if they get to sub 200? Everyone's gonna be like, What is going on with this project, man? <laughs> so, yeah, okay. Uh, we also speak about Visa. Uh, they've moved away. Uh, there used to be a collaboration with Visa and FTX that was offering exposure to FTX clients or the other way around. I can't remember. After FTX, uh, after Visa have uh, sort of terminated that, uh, they still continue with web free adoption. Um, so essentially, crypto is like uh, facilitating an auto payment structure for uh, Visa users using cryptocurrency wallets in a, I think it's a non custodial or a custodial wallet. Uh, fuck, I can't remember. Anyway, you can look at that. Uh, it's on my uh, profile. So again, but the the, the 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 consideration here is that people continue to, or financial institutions continue to onboard into Web3 regardless of whatever's going on in the market. They don't care. Uh, and like, if you ask anybody in the crypto industry that's been around for you know almost a decade or at least a decade, uh, they would be dying for these forms of headlines. And so it's just, uh, for me, it's validation that we're in the right place and it certainly is the right time. Uh, to us the show. A proposition for a web-free job hunting app. Uh, we weighed in on this. Isaiah from Book Games, he's weighing in on uh, job hunting in, in uh, web3. I think he's starting his own thing. We wish him the best with that. That's uh, not a gambler, by the way. Uh, the problem with building a competent Web3 CV is if 98%, 98% of projects will either fail or scam, will you want that on your CV? Perhaps aim for Web2 brand bridging into Web3 that have executed uh, well in Web2. So I already spoke about that, just like nobody wants to demonstrate that they've worked for a shit project or a project that's you know taken advantage of people. So it's, it is relatively a gamble. But then again, uh, if you look at the mainstream brands that are onboarding, and there is many of them, um, then you want to get to know them and perhaps have a position with them. The other thing is, I would say, uh, is the blockchains that they're onboarding with, which is Polygon. The majority of, of mainstream brands are onboarding with Polygon. So maybe you want to be a Polygon pro, you know. Market volumes for yesterday, Blur, $10.4 million, OpenSea, 7.2. So Blur's actually toppled OpenSea. This was yesterday's figures. Uh, X2, Y2, 2.9. Looks rare is at 964,000. Uh, it's actually quite a healthy figure from OpenSea. We used to see it three, four weeks ago, like 4.9 million, just terrible figures. And like two months ago, we used to think that like $15 million on as a sales volume or market volume was also equally terrible but uh we're making small steps towards making a, a movement towards growth 
Uh, understanding, this is our dear friend Dancing Horse we had on the show. Uh, they asked a question about, what do they ask? Uh, what do you think we can all do better to drive Web3 further? And I said, understanding and identifying the difference between Wallet Connect option and a signature transaction request for set approval command. Uh, NFT theft would reduce by 80%, and probably crypto theft as well. I talk about a governance token. A governance token is a token for voting power only within a project. The more tokens held by an individual, the more voting power. So this is mainly like DAO base. I don't. I'm not. I don't really get too inspired by governance tokens. I know people do. Um, yeah. Whatever gets you going. Uh, we also talk about uh, Amazon, their NFT project. Uh, sorry, the, the Amazon New Series NFT Me. Uh, and I ask about whether this is the first NFT documentation documentary series we have seen on a mainstream media platform. I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, Dolce Boy, good to see you, my man. Um, Dua, also great to see you. Um, uh, Activision Department, so we talked about uh, also the Chief Operating Officer uh, joining uh, the Board 8 Yacht Club, and I, I asked the question again, Is there, I guess there's, there is a crossover between AAA Gaming and the Metaverse. So again, great movements there and is that it oh yeah how to deal with online negative feedback so i'm i've been aiming to actually lean into doing some more threads uh i did a couple of threads obviously the one on uh, racism and discrimination and this one about feedback i've got a couple in the chamber uh hopefully i'll get time this week to do them uh how to deal with negative feedback is this person paying me yes acknowledge feedback no i would go to would i go to this person for advice if yes acknowledge feedback if no the person's opinion doesn't need to be dealt with pretty straightforward isn't it um uh, one thing we know for sure about the metaverse is that it will have a tremendous demand on computing power because the metaverse is predominantly ui and ux an argument is to be had that the emphasis is to be placed on graphics and processor manufacturers like nvidia and radeon amd and intel uh look out for these brands in future web3 news the other thing is is that um recently we've seen chipsets go astronomically in price and we don't even know why and uh, like it's worldwide across all industries whether it's like you're trying to find a chipset for a car or a computer or anything it just everything's gone up in price so hopefully that'll come back down again gardner how are we doing for time okay gardner predicts 25 percent of people will spend at least one hour per day in the metaverse by 2026 uh, i wonder if we will be doing what i wonder if we will be able to distinguish reality from the metaverse in many years to come so uh, we spoke about this again on one of our previous shows, just about if I chop a tree down in real life, um, it's it's done, man. Like you can't reset that. So, and if you play Fortnite and you blow up a house, you can reset that. And so there is this um, uh, somewhat of a discussion to be had or a consideration at the very least as to what is finite within the metaverse. Uh, I think the metaverse will be if you give people free reign, and like, you know, if you chop down a tree in the metaverse, it's finite, then people will act like it's Grand Theft Auto and they'll take a rocket launcher to your house and they'll blow that shit up. So I think there, there has to be some degree of like, uh, not regulation, but um, some sort of platforming in place so that there is like a refresh. <laughs> Otherwise people would just be, they would be ransacking shit because there's no consequences, right? Can you imagine it? Imagine going there, here you go. Here's a metaverse, which is a, a remake of your world, the world that you live in. People would do all the shit that they couldn't do in the real world. They'll, they'll jump off buildings, they'll take a rocket launcher to your car or your house or your face 
and uh so like yeah the the people are reckless aren't they so fuck it that's that that uh, needs to be considered i haven't actually read into the report the Ghana report uh there's just a whole bunch of reports that are worth looking at but it depends how deep you want to get into it uh and then i think that's pretty much it uh, we talk about, uh, obviously, we had World of Women and Cash Free on Monday. It was a very insightful conversation. Uh, already talked about auto payments. Our dear friend at Spike uh, retweeted. He's um, really making some great movements in Web3. He's already a, a, a world-renowned uh, uh, gaming uh, influencer. What's to talk about? So this is a running vote at the moment for you guys if you want to weigh in on it. Uh, this is a, a year review post of has the VFriends project performed or underperformed in line with your expectation? 52% of you guys think that it has. 47% of you guys think that it's completely underperformed. Uh, D, what do you reckon? Is it underperformed on, in line with your expectation? Depends where you bought in. Yeah, good question. That's the whole thing, though. When you tie it to an expectation, it's like it's very personal, that question. What do you reckon, P? Which which series are we talking about? Two? Anything. It wasn't specific to a series. Just the oh. general V Friends project. Um, I mean, in the it's crazy because when they dropped two, the market was still kind of doing all right, and then it started going really downhill from that point, right? So it it started off at a really good point, and then you know as time was going on. But to be fair, fifty five thousand. 555 that it stood you know the floor it did and and what it is now is still impressive honestly i think the background should have been uh, man i think they should have thought about vf2 differently right and it should have been uh done differently the art but i think it uh it like you said it really depends when you bought into um it's tough because all the everything's down right now. I know, think you know, I mean that's a good point. You you make a sentiment towards the market, which is down, right? So you've got to be like, well, that's Correct. down. So bear that in mind, regardless. And you'd say, well, even with the market down, well, even right, and like I still think about that that how many there are, you know, which I think that, that's the I thing, man. We spoke about this. Yeah, it's like five collections would, in one. It's, you know, it five and a half incorrect. collections. In v, in the VF two collection, it would be like the the mentors um, that it really worked out best um, because you know depending on if you sold one or or if uh, if you uh, minted one or ten V friend twos, you know some of them could have been rare uh, tokens and you had the opportunity to take profits. So the opportunity was there and mm. you got a physical item. You got the, the competing collect boxes. Yeah, yeah. That was per, a transferable. Per, and, so, and that's another opportunity. Like yeah. you could have taken profits and sold like each box for $400 or gambled, you know, scratch the lottery ticket and hope you get a, like a one of one and yeah. then flip that for a couple thousand dollars or people decided to diamond hand it. And, you know, they, <laughs> and they're even on their original investment or they're down uh, on their original investment or not because they haven't really sold. And they're just like, look at it as, as, as a loss, you know, just in the short term. Yeah. Good point. That's a good analysis. I think. Facts. I couldn't agree more. 
the other side of it is like what you always say, Mosh, as well, that they're they're going to um just keep delivering as well on the in real life stuff as well. Like they're a big enough company and they've got big enough backing that they're not gonna be short of money. Whereas the smaller Yeah. So mm. um you know, he he'll keep doing what he wants to do when he wants to do it, once the the deals and stuff come up at the right time. Yeah, I agree with that. By the way, Jay, uh, can I play the the backing track like this thing? Can I play that? Yeah. Or do we gonna are we gonna get flagged on like one of the pla- no. the other? Or we don't get no. flagged on this platform. Well, we we haven't got flagged with that, but we've definitely got flagged with you playing actual songs just at the end. All right, okay, fine. We'll we'll t- we'll trial this for a bit then. Uh, is that too loud? By the way, this is the other thing about having one of these podcast roadcaster things. That, should I turn it down, no, Jay, or what? No, you're okay. Though. All right, Dolce, what's up, man? GM, GM. Well, I guess good afternoon. How are you guys? Good, man. How are you? GM, bro. Very well. Hey, Patron. Nice seeing you up here. Beautiful DLP like usual. Uh, Marshall, yeah, I was show, had to show Marsh, Marsh some love, you know? Always, always. Um, I guess, I mean, I get the sentiment, and I, I get what Patron saying as well, that, hey, we added 55,000 new tokens. All, I mean, but... They all do have some type of utility, even if it's not revealed yet. And I feel to take on such a, a to, like a tollman of, uh, I mean, he's he's taking something that's never really been done before. I get other um, NFT projects are doing this, but I mean, I feel that Gary is going to. Uh, I'm not gonna like speak for him, obviously, but I just feel that you know, when someone says 40, 50 years, and you know, we're all like our bags are down. This is happening. This is happening. It's like. Since 2020, I mean, everything in the market got pumped and then dumped. I mean, if, if this isn't the most healthiest recourse of markets and of everything Web3, then I'm confused because if we don't have down cycles, then are we really a healthy market? Because at one point, it has to go into recession to make this more healthy. Same with blue points. I feel that. You know, we added so much that it's not imploded, but it's just the more sentiment and thought that we do push into it, or I might even say thought, I guess, just everyone's criticism on our first, like, two years of a 50-year project is just scary. I know it's redundant, but I don't know. I, I love that you always hold the spaces. I love, I love that you let us come up here. I mean, I listened to your spaces from the start, man. I feel like I was teasing in NFTs when I started listening to you, so I appreciate you, man. Welcome, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, the 50-year project, it is what it is, isn't it? Uh, many of us won't see the end of that 50 years for one reason or another, right? It's just the, the way life is. But um, what do I think? I think... It's just, it, it's just like when it got so inflated, those, you know, there's a, in VF1, oof, those core floor, floor prices were, you know, north of north yeah, of 20, 20 ETH and shit. And yeah. so, and that, that was just for the core. And so those, those specs and uh, gift goats that were going for, you know, north of 30 ETH, 40 ETH, those, th- that's kind of, you know, it's painful for those, you know, for those buyers. Uh, Cause now they're really in it for the 40 years <laughs> or they're just like, you know, getting divorced. Well, I've got, so, I've got an infographic or I did have, and I don't have any more, but, uh, 
bubblegum alpaca sold for 60 ETH, which was $200,000. I, I thought I had some other stuff around here, but um, yeah, I, I think uh, uh, the VFriends project is a distinctive project. Uh, like, th There's no other project like it. Uh, for better or for worse, or for we don't actually we don't actually even know if it's for better or for worse because we don't actually know what's going on. We know that they did a collaboration with Macy's. That these are the three notable things from this project. They they reached for venture backing and achieved it. The bizarre thing about that is they have their own venture backing firm, and uh, so that was kind of strange. And they've got their own financial income streams uh, across different platforms. You know, like the Vayner Media and all that sort of thing. So that's the other thing um, that was quite bizarre in trying to understand that. And so you'd say, well, maybe it's just because of the opportunities. I don't think it's because of, uh, you know, because of the market conditions. That doesn't seem right. Because you look at their secondary sales, it's like $300 million in secondary sales. The other thing was the Macy's collaboration, which no other project has done. That was clear distinction for this project. Uh, and then the other thing was the testing for... Uh, their Zoom platform, whatever it is. Uh, and so we, we really don't know anything about that. So uh, something something hopefully big is coming down the line, something distinctive. That's probably the next thing that's going to be big. Uh, but I guess it's question is, is that is it going to stimulate the appetite of other people in the space? But then the bigger question is, is even if it doesn't, should you care? Because are the people in the space going to be the same people in the space in like five to 10 years time, right? Because, you know, their expectations are going to be completely different because they're going to be more mainstream. Because like we're enthusiastic towards Web3. So we obviously want things like physically backed tokens or token backed physicals where you can scan for a PO app, right? Whereas the mainstream, they just want to go get coffee from Starbucks and, and be part of that loyalty plan that they've launched on the Polygon. So Dolce, what's up, man? Uh, yeah, just another sentiment. I was, how I see it is like, um, does any, do you have kids, Masha? No, I don't. I haven't crossed that bridge yet. Same here. I hope to, I can do that soon. Uh, I, I mean, when you think of who's going to buy or who's going to you know, push more money into VPNs, do you think it's like uh, a kid, like a teenager? Yeah, in definitely. Long term? And I think, you know, how many people are being pushed out kids and the boom of kids coming, even if you can sell blah, blah, blah. Um, I, my, I guess my biggest thing is if, you know, uh, Gary takes a route of IP towards Disney and these people that did, you know, had 250,000 uh, gift goats or whatever, and you get gifted like that 333 exclusive pass from like how Disney does it, you know, does does that ROI or maybe over time you just get a percentage profit or profitability, I guess. Uh, I, here's what I think. Um, I think the gift go gifts supplement to the current market demands, right? They, they currently supplement. So like whatever it is, you know, like another NFT or like, but I think the the broader deliverables across the VFriends project won't be anything to do with supplementing people in, in, in web three right now. Because people in Web3 right now, they, they've got a, a specific set of requirements that they think is the right thing. You know, like, you know, like, you know, ask a board Ape Your Club member about going to Macy's and going picking up a kid's toy. They, they wouldn't give a fuck. They'd be like, no, I'm not interested in that. I'd rather, you know, build out an IP towards building, you know, making burgers and shit like that. So um, I, I don't, I think, um, 
you know, taking on board the current expectations of Web3 and the people that are in it are probably not a very good idea towards building a brand, you know, over decades. So, you know, you certainly make a great point. I think uh, like one other thing that's under, uh, <clears throat> is really under look, uh, looked with the, um, you know, every single give code uh, collaboration and or uh, other collaboration like uh, Anwar, Anwar uh, like Car- Carrots, um, uh, you know, the sunglasses, the, you know, round two, these are all like large brands with audiences that, that a small portion now know about VFriends. That's like the brand building behind yeah. it. And, and then at the same time, it's, it's Gary V like handholding these new artists and onboarding them into web three. And he's been doing that since, um, since inception or since mint, um, you know, he, you know, he put on world of women, he put on, you know, Danny Cole, he put, yep. you know, the, the list is yeah. super long yeah. and all those. And so it's relationships and then all of all of those relationships, like uh, like the val- like is VCon, that makeup is VCon. Mm. Yeah, good point, man. He didn't, you know, he's got some. He he has had some, some great calls. There's no doubt about it. What do you reckon, Mel? Oh, sorry, I'm in Discord talking shit to friend soldiers. Tell us more. They're talking shit about Raw right now, and it pisses me off. But who? They're saying that Raw, since he's since he is well known for flipping tokens, et cetera, et cetera, has tanked and is currently tanking the V Friends floor. And I said that's bullshit. Raw is keeping this project alive, and he has done everything in his power to not manipulate the V Friends floor. Are you talking so, about my heat? Yes. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Fair. Um, I don't know. I'm, I don't really know too much about it, but fair play to you, Mel. Fair play. Do your thing. Yeah, How's your NFT yeah. journey going anyway? Um, well, I pretty much sold all of my shit. I'm either going to flip my two V friends into a mutant or hold my maybe friends until January 1st. So I don't have to take the gains on them this year. Mm, that's a good idea. I like that. All right. I think we're done. Mel, it's great to have you. Patron, great to have you. Dano, Dua, it's lovely to have you guys. Master, thank uh, you for having me. You're Honestly, welcome, man. I, I appreciate you. I, I wanted to hop in, wish you happy holidays. That's honestly Thanks, the, why I came in here. I was like, I'm going to stop in for five minutes, say happy holidays, and hop off and leave and wound up staying like two hours. Like, I know, yeah. man. It's an addictive space. What can I say? I've got that addictive personality for that. <laughs> well, fucking movie, man. I'm just fucking with you. Holidays, brother. Yeah, happy holidays to you, bro. All right, guys, we will see you. Have we got anything on Wednesday, on Friday? We're trying to pull something out of the bag. I don't think it's going to happen before the holidays. By, uh, uh, well, I doubt it's going to happen. Let me just have a look. If not, it will be next year, hopefully. Yeah, like, fucking hell. Christmas Eve is Saturday. All right, okay. What's your schedule, Mark? Uh, what do you mean? <clears throat> like, when do you go on? Like, on here? And uh, we are Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern time. But you're West Coast, aren't you? So, no, no, no I feel I'm, for you... I'm, I'm <clears throat> East Coast. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so, it's 11 a.m. Eastern time to 1 p.m. Uh, but the, like, you make a good point regardless. I know you said you're late. Uh, you you uh, start the day a bit later. But, you know, people on the West Coast, like, Daniel, what's the time over there? 
like 10 p.m. Yeah, we start at like 8, 8 a.m. So no, for... 10, a, 10 a.m. I'm sorry. 10 a.m. There. It's Is it? It's about three hours behind us. I swear it was like 8 a.m. Um... Yeah, they're like, I think West Coast is eight hours behind us and East Coast is five. So it is like 10 a.m. then. Fine. When is my present going to get here? What's that? I don't know. I'm assuming you're sending me a Christmas present. It's my voice. I've just, we've talked about this before. Every time you speak to me is oh, a gift. God. What? It's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, anything new going on in your world, by the way? Uh, yeah, if anyone wants to help me, I do have a problem. My daughter wants a giant robot for Christmas, and um, I found two that exist in the United States, one being $1,000, one being 600 We what have is like it an 11-foot monkey that cost me 50 bucks, but I can't find a giant stuffed robot anywhere. What was the br- By the way, I'm looking at this world time, I swear to God. Four, just- hold on, 4 p.m. our time is 8 p.m. 8 a.m. in Los Angeles time, PST. So is really low. anyway. What are we talking about? Stuffed toys. Yeah, she wants a What's the brand robot. of it? And and no one sells them. What are they called? Because we might have more accessibility over here. This, My girlfriend this also works for a, a big friend. toy company. Gary's really missing the head here on his rare robot because he could be selling it as there's none being made. Um, she just wants a giant stuffed robot, dude. Like it is. It doesn't even matter. Doesn't matter what it looks like. Doesn't matter the fucking color at this point. Just a giant stuffed robot. <laughs> Stuff's I can find player. anything bigger than like 15 inches. <laughs> okay. By the way, Dolce, congratulations on your uh, mutant ape, man. Congratulations on that. What, yeah, what? I think it's fire, bro. Congrats. Yeah. Congrats on that, man. Uh... You know, I would recommend, I don't know if you remember the Jetsons, if you, you know, what age you are, but. I remember them. Had, uh, Rosie the robot, right? And she was yeah. their, their like butler robot. But if maybe you could find a plushie toy, something similar to that might be a good start. Mel, I'll just send you over something. Personalized robot plush toy. Is that is that is that big enough? Fifty centimeters. I'll, What's that in inches? I don't even know. Also from the movie Short Circuit. Yeah, Johnny Five Man. That guy's Johnny cool. Five. Johnny Five. Let's go. Yeah, bro. Bring back then old days. Uh, all right, fine. Well, um, I'm addicted to find some plushies for. Uh, no, this thing, that thing's like only like 12 inches tall, dude. What do yeah. you need it to be? Like, How tall she has do you need? A six foot monkey, like taller than you, right? Where did she get that from? Imagine the the store for fifty dollars. What store was this? Uh, Walmart, I think it was. Oh, bro, we don't have that sort of form of accessibility. We got Costco right. that are for those really big old bears. It doesn't matter because they don't make any robots that are bigger than like 15 inches. So I can't even find a two foot or a, th- a three foot, let alone a six foot robot. How much space do you have in your house, man? I remember I bought a big. Uh, None one of your of my... business. Oh, right. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Must have a lot of space then, right? Because like those things are fucking. I remember I bought like a massive, massive toy for one of my previous partners and like. It just became uh, a chore because it like you know you trip over it and shit like that and it's like fuck man. You know, Take big us. dogs, big toys. We just like big things. That's it. All right.
guys, thanks so much for coming. We really appreciate everyone that came up, everyone that listened. Uh, we will see you on Friday. Hopefully, we might have something uh, special, but we're not holding out for it. But uh, we'll try our best. Now Take I'm care. thinking about that. That sounded so bad. <laughs> see you later. <laughs>